Yeah. All right. So when last we left off on Tomb of Annihilation, you had made your way south, deeper into the jungles of Tolt, into undead territory. You had come across, come upon, yeah, across. We <laughs> had come across this mysterious ship that seemed to have crash landed in the trees, potentially maybe being thrown there by a storm, something like that, a massive hurricane, but it's far enough inland that would give you pause for the logic of that. It would have to be a pretty big storm, but it all seemed fairly recent, and no storm of that magnitude had been present in the jungles of Schult for many years. When you approach this wreckage in the center of the jungle, you notice that it had unique sails of a unique material that was somewhat foreign to all of you, and that the structure and design was something that you had never really encountered or seen before. Upon further investigation, you had seen, you had heard the sounds of battle in the distance the night before, as you decided to camp out and rest on the outskirts of this particular patch of jungle, where some of the wastes from the Aldani Basin had met the tree line. The following morning, as you had approached the Wreck of the Star Goddess, you had found out why there were sounds of battle. There were four armed gorillas hanging from the trees, dead on the jungle floor, hanging upside down, kind of caught in branches. These Four-armed uh, these four-armed gorillas also appeared to be dead in a way. Uh, their flesh was rotting. Their faces were scarred. Some sloughing off. Very undead in appearance, almost zombie four-armed gorillas. You had made your way up to the top of the wreck of the Star Goddess at the behest of the crew, or so you thought. When you reached the deck of the Star Goddess, the crew there had asked for assistance with wounded. But when you reached the apex of the ship, you realized very quickly, or one of you realized very quickly, that these were not, this was not any ordinary crew. These were the very same poachers and slavers who had ripped the wings off of your companion Reese as a child. The wings of an Asimar. The leader of this band of poachers and slavers had grotesque and macabre trophies from tieflings and dragonborn Asimar dangling from every inch of his visage. It became very apparent through both his attitude and Reese, uh, these are very bad people. In the process of quickly eliminating them and reclaiming the ship, you found the true crew of <laughs> the true true. You found the true crew of the Star Goddess, who had been bound and tied, potentially to be sold off to whatever or whomever buyer. However, you were able to free them, rescue them from that fate by eliminating the poachers and slavers we had met atop the wreckage. And that's where we ended the session. Reese is unfortunately 
not with us tonight due to work, but they will be back in two Saturdays. <laughs> uh, Nim had accidentally, yes, cast Shatter <laughs> at the exact location <laughs> that the crew was being held, killing three of them. However, with some quick first aid, emergency first aid, and emergency medical attention, you were able to remedy that situation <laughs> quickly enough. <laughs> Emergency medical attention by the, the warlock of death. Yes, but also two like warlocks of death. <laughs> also, thank you, Mystics, for the follow. Very much appreciated. Because Allery ran in and was like, "Oh yeah, we'll spare the dying. Two warlocks, face first Me into saving." Completely forgetting I have healing. Like, oh shit, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> And then we were freeing them, and that's where we ended off, uh, after Reese got their wings back. Mm -hmm. So the overlay itself, I had to change the background. does not seem to be working, but we can fix that later. I'll fix it during the break. So the alerts, for some reason are not working, but that's okay. We'll fix it later. Zooming in here for everyone on the stream. So, as you resurrect <laughs> or revive three of the fallen crew members, who appear to be both confused, alarmed, and grateful, that's where we're going to pick up the session. And also we have Ambient thunder and lightning from outside as well. I don't know if anyone can see that, but. What is everyone doing? Uh, Allery has just, uh, I think we've just freed all of their hands and stuff. So Allery's gonna be like, hello, uh, so sorry. About all of that, glad to see you're all up and well now. The three men you had revived, the one sort of closest to all of you, just kind of wipes the blood from his face and... What the fuck happened? Looks like your ship was taken over by poachers. Right. After that. What happened after that? There was a fight. We killed poachers. Who's to say? Some looks at new. Some weird like thunder stuff happened. I don't I don't know. That was that was interesting. Helen tried to kill y'all. My head feels like it's about to explode. The two in the you back. Want to rest. Are... Some water. You you heard the ringing too? You heard the ringing too then? Make a deception check. <laughs> Nim, you suck. Me? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was like a, a, a loud ringing and then a, the crack of thunder and, and it just went black. And uh, the sort of taller, more slender man behind them with the sort of red neck, neckerchief, necktie, whatever that's called, 
is just kind of rubbing his temples, bloodshot eyes. And the man sort of in the in the rear kind of slowly stands up and starts to wobble a little bit. And just well, dog, kind of grabs onto the side. Lost your sea legs there. Well, we weren't on the sea. We were... One second. The cat and the captain. We were in the air, of course. This is an airship. Uh, and used to be one of the finest. Not really sure what happened. I, well, actually, no, that's a lie. I know what happened. I am too nice. and decided to let shady individuals onto our ship without completing a thorough background check. Well, that was stupid. I suppose that's my own fault. The man in the back says, Oh, don't be too hard on yourself, Captain. I mean, you couldn't have known that these people were bandits or slavers or whatever the hell is, or whatever the hells they were. The man over here who is kind of gathering picking up his bow, who had gathered his bow and is making sure that it's still intact. Just kind of looks at everyone and says, Lesson learned for next time. Were you guys not prepared to come to Jolt? Was this not a planned landing? Because we were told multiple times to not trust anyone. Allery full-on has made eye contact with the guy who's growing his bow and is like, <laughs> what are you doing? Allery uh, suddenly doesn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> Looking respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I imagine he's not very subtle about it. So either. he's. Oh, I... He kind of looks over and raises an eyebrow and then he looks back to, to everyone else and says, Is that where we are? The jungles of Cholt? Yes. Yep. Deep oh. in the jungles of Cholt. Near the volcanoes. Fuck. And, um. Captain, we went way off people. course. Next to what? The dead people. You're in undead zone. You know that, right? Oh, you didn't know you were in Schultz, so no, you didn't know that. Yeah, you're surrounded by undead. Uh, undead zone? What What are you talking There's about? There's uh, uh, um, uh, lots of undead in this area, <laughs> reportedly. Uh, I can yeah. Is that, what we, probably, is that what we heard last night? Yeah. Gorilla. Undead gorillas. Reese kind of just points at one and he kind of looks over and goes, Oh my god! Dude is gonna what shout the fuck is branch. that? They're really creepy! I can uh, see that. of this jungle. Uh, Not including uh, us, of course. And <laughs> who... I don't want to assume anything. You are all our saviors after all. But who are you? Uh, you, we we had originally understood that we knew where they, uh, probably where they were from due to the, like, airship and all yes. that good stuff. Yes, yep, you had a pretty decent experience. idea. Do we happen to know how they feel about the war with the Zentatum? It's far enough away where it might be a little bit disconnected. I'm sure people have okay. their opinions, but, I mean, they're pretty far off course. Okay. Say, so, uh... Well, we are, uh, with the Zentarum, 
And we are here to find a thing for them. Alaria, are you feeling okay? I am not. Something is wrong with my stomach. <laughs> Do you require attention of some kind? Medical attention? Dune's gonna shout, I require attention! <laughs> is this the same guy who's speaking? Yes. You know, he's gonna stand up and like fan himself like, Oh no! Him is- he he walks over to you and kind of puts a hand on each of your arms and says, "Oh, wait, are you okay? Do you?" Uh, and looks over, <laughs> looks over at the rest of at the rest of you and are are they are they all right? Is do they need medication or something? Is there? They'll be fine. Like, like see some mouth to mouth. Seeing that, do you say that? Yeah. He's like, well, well I I don't. Nim absolutely says that. He seems to be breathing fine, but he's in some kind of a catatonic state or something. Are are you alright, friend? Grab his hand when he like snaps at him. He's like, I am so sorry. I am not putting my best self forward. I uh, was uh, taken off guard that you all were here. Uh, And Dune's gonna shout, and beautiful! That is our cat friend, and he is at best needing to be skinned. (laughs) Too too soon, I think, friends. (laughs) That's fair. Especially from a tabaxi. I know that's morbid sense of gallows humor, but my goodness. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I saw you look like you were about to pass out. You know, I uh, was hurt in that fight. How bad did you get hurt, by the way? I can take a look at your wounds. I just know basic first aid, but jack of all trades. That is more than I know. Uh, Where where are you injured? Uh, Allery will show him where he was injured. I don't remember what hit Allery. I think it was a crossbow bolt, to be honest. Okay, yeah, we'll say that. So you have a... It kind of takes a look and kind of over on your shoulder and kind of don't mind my hands, apologies, and kind of shifts through the wound. It kind of hurts a little bit. You kind of wince as he's kind of, oh yeah, that looks like a nasty bolt wound. Let me just bandage it up and I've got some some salt medicine I can put on it. Come. And... Allery follows him. <laughs> uh, anyone else? So you're all standing, so that's wonderful. Uh, and so are our crew, and whatever happened during the fight, I... I think I speak for everyone when I say I appreciate any and all help that you've given us, and we don't know, we owe you not only our freedom, but our lives. If I can patch any of you up, please, come with me. Uh, Let's go below the hold, and that's where my medical supplies are. You're a medicine man, a healer. Well, as I said, I I only know, I I know some basic first aid, enough that any first mate should know. I, I'm sorry, uh, what What was that, my tabaxi friend? Is, is another? I think Emily is wanting to do an insight check. Thank you. Okay. Roll with you, 20. I have not done anything, hold on. Here, do you want to use mine? Please. Insight. Yeah, there you go. My insight's really bad. Oh, let's see what you, we'll see what you rolled. 13. Okay. Um, what are you trying to insight? 
<laughs> um, is this guy got bad motives? Is he is he sketchy? Is he got doesn't got bad doesn't motives? seem to be. Well, seems to be pretty straightforward. Like to heal, Trey's gonna kind of tap Nim on the shoulder and cause the the use the lay on hands to heal them fifteen points, and kind of whispers like, "Next time, aim for the bad guys," and do a thumbs up, and then follow behind because he's protective of Allery. <laughs> okay. Allery is going. I to thought ask. I was. So as the floorboards, or as the, the shipboards kind of creak below your feet, you kind of make your way into the below deck sort of cabin area. And he kind of directs you in and Trey follows behind and he looks over at Trey and says, are you injured too, friend? Do you have a bolt wound or a laceration? Anything I can take a look at? I'll take it. Um... Yeah, I kind of got hit by something. Oh, yeah, uh, the fucking ice. That's what got me. It was, it was the ice. If you can help, sure. Uh, one of the poachers had ice magic. Yeah, fucker. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll come on in. Perhaps I can see if, what I can do for it. Um, When I go in, is Allery kind of just seated there? Because I want to cause, like... Yeah, Allery is kind of like led over to a to a, a wooden chair I while wanna, he rummages through his medical supplies. I want to like make it like cool them down, like a like you know, and then kind of like poke them and like calm down. What's wrong with me? I'm just like poking. No, uh, what? I'm so sorry. Uh, I did not catch your name. Oh, Radas. A beautiful name. <laughs> I think it's Wisdom. Well, you put his name in the chat, because I will not know how to spell that. Medicine is Wisdom, yes. Yes. That's the one that I always get mixed up in my head. <laughs> it should be Wisdom. Radas. Hold on. Yeah. Can I attempt that again. to do like an insight check to see if I know what's he's going on with Valerie? So, uh, 16. <laughs> so he's able to uh, take some bandages and, and sort of stop the bleeding a little bit. And he has some sort of a salt tincture that uh, he puts on the wounds. And um, he kind of just rubs the medicine into your shoulder. And then Her applies a... Like, ah, oh, sorry, I'm... A little bit of a, you know, I'm a magic caster. I'm not used to getting hit. I've I don't think any. I don't think anyone is used to getting hit. It hurts. Just kind of puts the bandage over you and kind of does his best to kind of wrap it up and just let that sit for as long as you can. Of course. Uh, since we're here... You heal you for four. Have... Nice! <laughs> Good job, Radas! Uh, since we're here, uh, is it alright to ask what you guys were all doing here? I, I realize you were off course, but, like, where were you heading? Anywhere and everywhere. Cholt was certainly on the list. Eventually. So you were explorers? Explorers, 
researchers sailing the skyship into the great beyond. Perhaps one day I could put it all down in a book. Collaborative effort, think, of course. I think that would be very fun. Interesting to read. The captain is very headstrong. And she's a good captain, but... Some of her tactical decisions are... Not ideal. Let's say that. She's not very good under pressure. Not that I'm... Not that I'm the greatest of the gods' gifts to Faerun, but... I consider myself to... To be the first mate who writes the ship. Fortunately, even with all of my training, I was unable to prevent an entire group of slavers from taking over the ship. No, I... they were bastards, at best. And they had some pretty strong magics that none of us seem to be able to contend with. Especially the wizard. Yeah. Wizards. Bitch. Ah. Is what r- is it you specifically studied or researched, or were you just to be the muscle and the... the... Mu- the muscle? No, 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 no. Uh, Falx is really, I guess, technically the best of the fighters amongst us. A good with a rapier and with a long sword. Uh, I'm much better with a bow. And then, of course, we have our three strongest among us, technically, as far as muscle. Uh, more of working muscle, of course. Trade skill muscle, but... Veliad, Nar, and Brax are our three deckhands. Falx is, again, our best fighter. Myself. Sort of a combination navigator, first mate... Scout, ranger, archer, whatever you wish to call it. Talented is what I would call it. <laughs> you simply I appreciate that, but Same. we weren't talented enough to fight off the slavers, and I'll never forgive myself for that. At the end of the day, I let Captain. The Thess- I mean, what? At the end of the day, though, I let Captain Bravewing down. I'll have to live with that. You're very loyal. Perhaps someone else could take over as first mate. You would be give folks. it up for one failure. This failure could have been the last failure if it, were, if it weren't for you. I would be happy to save any time. Clis <clears throat> He kind of looks up and <laughs> Your awkwardness kind of stops for a second, and after he's done bandaging you up, he smiles. So all of you are... Centaurum. Yes. Uh, recently promoted! Centaurum. We are on a secret mission. I'm actually... I have to look up exactly where this is. On the map.
it's not just them. Trey's just there, like, I don't know if Trey I'm so glad is, this like... is the decision I made for Allery's flirting style, because this okay. makes me so happy to do. So technically... he's smart enough to pick up on him. Technically, Halrua is not as far as one would think. It's sort of the next nation to the east. Mm. So it's a little bit, it's a lot closer than I thought it was. But that being said, they are, uh, from your earlier history checks, you would know that they're a major, sort of a majocracy uh, or an intellect based society. Wherein. Oh, sorry. Uh, nope, that was it. Go ahead. Uh, can I do an insight check? Just because I seriously don't know if Trey is smart enough that he'd pick up on Allery trying to flirt. Can I do an insight check to see if he picks up on it? Uh, sure. To see if you pick up on it or if Radas is picking up on it? See if I pick up on it. Because uh, then I get to make the decision if I make it worse or better. Uh, Allery, go ahead and make a deception check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch! Trey has no idea. Trey can't read the situation. He's like, just... why is Allery stumbling over his words so bad? What's happening? Yeah, I, I'm just gonna... Don't blame yourself for your captain making a bad decision. That's stupid. <laughs> Trey, we... I mean, you know. So he—he's a very loyal person. It wasn't his decision. I swear. He looks back. He looks back over at Ellery, <clears throat> and he says, "So I hear that the Centaurum has been expanding recently, quite a bit." Honestly, I—I uh, I couldn't tell you. I'm just doing what I can for uh, me and mine. And you and yours? Are you married? No longer. I do have a wonderful child, though. Five. Sorry to hear that whatever union you had before had fallen apart. Seem like a nice person. I'm happy to hear that you still have your child with you. Not with me. Oh my goodness, could you imagine? No, uh, but... I knew what you meant. Yes. I would. I think you are quite intelligent and could pick up on that, for sure. Uh, do you have a family? Or anything? I'm sure they would be worried about you. <laughs> no, no, not me. Just parents back in Halrua. Nervous about their child sailing on a skyship. I have two sisters and an uh, adoptive brother is Halrua a good place to live well the mages and the scholars run everything in Halrua the engineers and the artificers and that sort of bleeds into every other factor uh, every other facet of our society and I suppose it is a decent enough place compared to some of the stories I've heard from other parts of the world. After all, I, even though it's sort of all fucked up now, excuse my language, uh, airship. First mate and co-navigator on an airship that crashed in the jungles of Chult. 
the very least, it'd be one hells of a story. Yes. Absolutely. Again, I have you to thank for it. Well, you it wasn't. <coughs> but I will gladly... Completely ignores I... Stray. <laughs> getting offended. Just like... You want to fight. You got you got to make out with the lich last session or two I sessions know. ago. So, listen. Yeah, I made out with the lich. Listen, if he had paused the insight, he wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> he does not know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, Allery is gonna say, "Well, uh, you are. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I find you very interesting, though. I've not met anyone so far from." Well, I mean, anyone who's from a different country like that, you know, I most of the people I've met are from this continent and this country, so. Sure. Perhaps one day we can have this conversation not on the top of a crumbling airship. And that with a nail sounds or two? like a wonderful idea. I would be very interested in that. How do I find you? After all this, you said you're an important member of the Zentarum. Do you have your own quarters or detachment, command, office? I should not be trusted with uh, that. I uh, do have a bit of magic, though, and uh, oh. I, I believe I could remain in contact with you if that's all right. I don't see why not. You seem nice enough. Well. <laughs> of course, Allery want to do finger guns because it doesn't make sense to no guns. Allery go. Thanks. Do finger bows. For now, we still have to figure out how we're going to get out of here. Do you have any way of yeah. helping us Zentarum do have some wandering traders, and I do have a little bit of pool with them. So you do have some pool. Just a little. A little bit is all we would need. They would, would they help? I mean, worst case, and I mean, we could always try. First of all, second of all, I think we made a good impression on the last lady who talked to us. We bought so much stuff from her. Yeah. We could probably buy their safe pad. First class customer back. service. Yes. Uh, Allery would certainly pay to make sure this handsome gentleman gets back home. You simp. He takes out a map. Would you mind uh, showing us whatever you know about the area? Absolutely. And Allery will spend as much time as possible showing him all the stuff that he is that they've discovered, big places not to go, like further in with the undead, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Allery's gonna be extra detail-oriented, and I'm sure Trey in the corner is like... <laughs> did, did you did you mark down the pirate place? Yeah, like, Allery no will say, do not go here, there's pirates here. Probably worse than these scum who took your ship, so Did you there. mention Fair the enough. river spirits? I'm sure if they have an escort, the River Spirit will help them, but I will mention it. Allery's literally going to tell him everything. Allery will even probably start telling him about their adventure so far into the jungle. 
leaving out all the murder, but you know. <laughs> Did you tell him about the green hag that's running around? And the night hags? He's just okay, hold on. Is Trey in the background saying this? Yes. Allery will occasionally be like, yes, Trey, I, I will tell him, Trey. Yes, Trey. He leans, he leans in as you're doing the map and he says, they always like this. He is a wonderful com uh, travel companion and is a heart of gold hidden under many layers of hate. Must this is a... where the river spirit is. <laughs> Nim? Nim? At some point, I'll come over and be like, hey, Trey, uh, eat you uh, for, for a little bit. <laughs> So after a few minutes in the like, uh, the like, was just, like during the beginning of the map stuff. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just. Sure. Hey, uh, can I? Can hey Trey, can we go? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you need more healing? Is that it? And then once once they get up okay. Uh. No, I I just think you need to give Valerie a little bit of space right now. For Thank you, Nim. What? Why? Just uh, let, 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 let Allery, let Allery, uh, just, just let I, Allery be difficulties of this doing time. what Allery's doing. It's uh, no, that's okay, hun. Um, yeah, I'll I'll explain it to you. I'll I'll <laughs> tell you I'll tell you what's going on. When you're old enough. No. <laughs> Doesn't say that part. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> Young. Uh, I'm just gonna go look for the captain to see if she has any ideas of how to go and tell her about the merchant thing that Allery and the other dude were discussing. Okay. If the captain should be aware of that. Before, before out of before out of ear, uh, out of sight from Allery, Nim would like to give a sneaky like thumbs up where the other where the the guy Allery's with doesn't see, but just so like Allery sees like you're doing good, sweetie. Nice. <laughs> but yeah. I think you wanted to loot bodies, right? Yeah. Um, Dune wants to. Needs enough. Dune wants to check for money. Sure. These dead bodies. Okay. And for like any magical items or anything special. Well, go ahead and make an investigation check. Let's do that. I'm gonna make an actual investigation check because. What do you mean an actual investigation? So sorry. Give me just one moment. Would anyone like to help Dune with this? Anyone that is proficient in investigation, take the time to search the entirety of the ship from top to bottom or from bow to stern. Is it a d20? I could just, I'll roll manually here. A d20 plus 10. That's a d12. That one, yes. I'll assist because I am proficient in investigation. Okay. Yes, so go ahead. Yeah, so Nim, so that would just mean that the two of you are taking the time to search the entirety of the ship in detail. That would be 26. Ooh, okay. All right. 
So, you find a total of... In gold, and I'll type this out. Uh, 375 gold pieces. Okay. Are we stealing from the shit, the crew? These were the all on... I mean, some of it probably belongs to the crew. Yeah, fuck them. 401 like silver pieces. <laughs> and 57 <laughs> copper pieces. Kathy, did you think of that comment? So that is, yeah, some of that coin probably belongs to the crew, seeing as the slavers and poachers you murdered had seized control of it. <laughs> you do find some yeah. other interesting things as well. I have to bring up my archived or defeated characters here. Okay, so you find some very interesting things. On the leader, Garrick Torum, you find a scimitar that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. It has this feeling of dread sort of attached to it, and it sort of has this sort of eerie black glow to it. And as you search through and find some of the daggers that remain on his bandolier of daggers, they sort of drip with this green liquid that seems to never deplete itself. It seems to just continuously be refreshing itself. How many of those dripping daggers? There is one, but you feel like the bandolier has something to do with it as well, potentially. Like the holster. Actually, that is that is my fault. You find two. two. Yeah. Don't forget, we have a bag of holding, so it can take literally everything. Who's holding the bag? It's you. It's you, right? Yeah. Yep. I want a dripping dagger. Spooky sword. Take the bandoliers as well. Um, and don't forget, Allery has identify. Allery is currently predisposed, but Allery will identify anything you bring to them. Because <clears throat> I'm distracted, can I just follow Dune with the bag of holding open? <laughs> so they can, like, shovel everything in. That's cute. You Dune's also... God. Trey, I need you! <laughs> Coming! <laughs> clunk, 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 clunk. Also. You also find a short sword that makes you feel very lucky. You pick it up. You feel like I get the short sword. I actually that's my <laughs> I forgot to put what kind of weapon this is. Maybe someone knows off the top of their head. What deals 1d8? It can be any kind of yeah. weapon you decide, because I think the kind of enchantment you're talking I about think, can be put on any... I think it what is a... I think it's a rapier. Can someone cool. double check that a rapier... Oh, no, I'll check for it. I think it's a rapier. Rapier's 1d6. What's 1d8? A mace? Short nope. sword. I think, it's, I think a short sword is a d8, isn't it? Or a long sword? 
Right, but then you can use it two-handed. It's not two-handed. D&D short sword. The dagger's D4. I'm going to check the rapier. I'm pretty sure it was a rapier. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a rapier. My bad. It's 1d8. Yeah, that's a rapier. Oh, yeah, I think it was 1d6. Spooky sword. Unspooky oh, sword. Oh, picked up the lucky guy? <laughs> yes. Lars the lucky. Can I have it? Okay, so that was my bad for not actually writing in the description what type of blade it was. It is a rapier. <laughs> and when you hold it, you're kind of immediately compelled to just start spinning it and twirling it in your fingers, and you do, and you do it very well. You didn't know that you had this type of talent. And you're kind of, Dune kind of just like plays with this rapier, very in in character for them, but also sort of sudden. <laughs> is this the, the lucky thing? It is, a, it is a, the rapier that um, they found on Lars the Lucky. Okay. Bernard. Are you gonna keep this right. Luther. And that is all you find as far as things that catch your attention. <laughs> yes, a scimitar from just... the big band, two dripping daggers, the dagger bandolier, and the rapier off of Lars Lucky. I'm just gonna be like, look at all my sharp things I found. <laughs> as you're spinning the rapier, as you're kind of twirling the rapier in your hand. What do you have? A knife! Oh! Uh, otherwise engaged. Why, while I'm on the deck, I wanna call. I wanna do divine sense uh, to see if there's any undead approaching the boat after the fight. Okay. Someone should also go check on Hella, who as far as I'm aware, is still at the bottom of that ladder. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna split this with you since you gave me advantage. The the money. So let's split that. So Unless we want to split it evenly. It's up to you. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep half. And then you can have the other half. <laughs> I wrote down the weapons. Oh, okay. I, I, I wrote down the weapons for the in the bag of hollow, by the way. See if any had approached us. There is no point back, so you'll just get the extra one. Okay. Bitch ass the cricket thing. Emma just tell me how much I get at the end. <laughs> <I am. laughs> That's twenty eight. I listed it for you, friend. Thank you. Get 201. Hmm? So you get 201 and then 29. Did the, um, you know the scimitar, did I feel familiar with the dark glow? Because Trey's axe does that too, sometimes. Is it peep? Let's see. Does it seem no, familiar? There's no platinum. Uh, it does, but it doesn't at the same time. Mm. Okay. 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 
See, I'm a little bit dumb. Just a little bit. Who needs healing? I mean, Allery legitimately probably needed some healing. Um, can I consider my hanging out here a short rest, Essie? Uh, yes, everyone can consider this a short rest. Oh, fuck. Cool. I would do that. So for a short... Are you down hit points? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. For a short rest, you roll your... So you can roll your voice. hit dice. Yep. You roll your hit dice to recover HP. And if you have any abilities... That return on a long rest, uh, sorry, on a short rest, you can replenish them. Warlock spells that I didn't even Channel use. divinity, key that. points, uh, some spell slots on, in certain situations. You? If you're using D&D &D Beyond, you can just take the short rest. So the... I do... Yep, so you can get up to six, but you won't need six, because you're only doing like six so you can roll those three, see how you do, and then if you want to keep doing more, you can. Yeah, that's really good. So that's... Don't forget to add your corn. Yeah, you add 19 hit points. You, I think you're at full again. Can't do swings at full. Yeah, go up to 47. The full. captain, in the meantime, is making her way kind of along... along the bow of the ship. And just surveying the damage, and you just see her like put her heads up on her hair and like run her fingers through her vibrantly red hair and just go fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, all right. Just breathe. Just breathe. Oh, I can't breathe. <sighs> Only there was a cute cat boy to go rescue her. Don. <laughs> is going to acrobatically flippity-flop-flip over here. Flip-flop-flip. Flop-flip. Where is she? Flip. Hi, friend. You alright? Oh, uh, well, my ship is in three pieces, and it's stuck in a tree, so no, I am not alright. And apparently we're surrounded by undead, and undead zombies. Uh, and some sort of a mysterious thunderstorm that almost killed three of us. Uh, this is just a real, this is a lot for me, and I'm having, a, I'm just having a terrible 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours. Uh, it's just been getting progressively work, uh, work, worse. I can't, words, oh my god. So Dune, Dune is gonna um, put his hands towards her shoulders and go, may I? I, I <laughs> Me, me, what? You gonna help me fix the ship? No, I'm gonna help you calm down. Uh, how are you gonna do that? Do you have drugs? I don't have drugs. Do you have this alcohol? this is a method my aunt taught me on how to calm down. May I? You have alcohol. Make a persuasion check. You have touch. Okay. She just kind of takes a second to look around and just, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay, this okay, Thessie. Just breathe. Just breathe. Alright. And she kind of goes and kind of dangles her legs off the side of the sort of second level of the bow here. And she just have at it. It couldn't hurt. I'm gonna give her a little massage and then I'm gonna put my arms on the side of her arm my hands on the side of her arms and I'm gonna do a squeeze. I'm gonna like alright now inhale. Hold. Holding. 
and exhale. And we're gonna go back to massage and we're gonna go back and squeeze. <laughs> exhale. Back to massage and I'm just gonna do a regular massage. Make a performance check. <laughs> okay. She says, yeah. I, uh, I think you get a knot. Uh, actually, that's pretty good. Thank you. What did you learn how to do this? You know, I just learned. What do you mean you just learned? I thought you said this was a family... I'm just kidding. No, my aunt taught me this trick. Um, but yeah, it sounds okay. like you're having a really rough day, and I'm really, really sorry to hear about I'm that. Having... I'm really sorry about your ship. <laughs> I'm having a really rough week. Mm -hmm. And she kind of looks over at the ship as you say that, and just, oh, what I'm am I going to do? Massage deeper. <laughs> oh, thank you. And you hear from sort of, there's a big hole in the deck here that Allery and Radas can kind of hear this conversation, and Radas kind of shouts up, Captain, don't worry, I think I have a solution. Got a fresh map and some allies from the region who are going to help us navigate out of here and back to civilization. You can trust these people, Captain. I think they have good hearts. Allery is <laughs> beside him, just like... <laughs> Dude, like, big, goofy smile. And the Captain <laughs> is just... Go ahead. Dune's gonna um, stop massaging and sit down beside her and be like, We got you. We're gonna help you. You can take rest. It's okay. I just imagine Trey going from being with Allery and the other dude and then going behind Dune like, to help him like get the stuff. Then watching this, and he's just, I'm gonna go to Nam and see what the fuck's going on because Dune is acting weird as well. Yeah, what's Nam up to? Our, our new. Asimar, who has just had her wings return, is just going to fly over and check in on Hela, who was able to, with the assistance of Elena, make her way to the top of the ship. If you have an anchor point with a ladder, you can use the levitation to get up to the top of a certain, uh, to a higher elevation using the levitate cool ability. Cool chair. Cool chair. Yes. Yeah. If you. Uh, Nim's probably just hanging around watching everything going on. Okay. N Nim's just like hanging around everybody watching everything that's going on. Fair just enough. like puts a hand on Shrey's shoulder, just like this is this is the circle of life, my friend. This is this is just uh this is just what happens. Circle of life. He that he should know he kissed nothing. the lynch. That cleared up Sometimes nothing, you... Nim, but thank you. Uh, I'm gonna use divine sense to see if there's any undead approaching from the thingy. As they, as they, as you focus in on your divine abilities, and as Reese takes off with her raven wings, and Elena comes back on her raven wings, the captain says, "You've got a lot of really attractive people with wings that just fly around here, don't you?" You should have seen Allery, yeah, like a few days ago, and tentacles as well. He says it's very loudly. Both wings and tentacles. This one has. Radas kind of looks over at Trey and then back at Allery and like what? 
The ways of my magic are very mysterious. You had you had an echo, and it it was like perfect for that situation. It was like a it was like a vi- it was like a reverberating echo, and I'm I'm thinking like like Allery uses their powers to just <laughs> make their voice echo in a cool way. What I'm saying on yours. That was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. That was a cool effect, yeah, though. You were deaf and not music. Can you hear it now? Yeah? Okay. We're good now. Right, so... So Radas kind of just raises an eyebrow and looks over to Allery and then looks back at Trey and just... You almost had me there for a second. He's not going to believe that the cutie is a cosmic horror, Bane. Was was that a... Like a... Fuck. A selling point? You cut that out right now, sir. You're supposed to be a boy who's barely kissed his first lich. <laughs> I mean, I think for a lot of people, a deal breaker might be the fact that you're the harbinger of the end of the of the universe. But who knows? Hey, <laughs> okay, I attest that the, that the greatest lovers will always be the villains. All right? They yeah. have not they will <laughs> they will sacrifice the world you. for you. They will yes. always be the best lovers. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> is there Esme any is the most protected child on this planet right now. Uh so is the there... captain is just kind of uh sitting there uh, we'll get to your sense in a second, kind of with her legs kind of just again dangling off the side of the second level here and just Letting Dune massage her and just looking out and looking very, even though she's a little bit more relaxed, she still has this look of extreme duress and distress on her face as she just kind of looks out very, very depressingly at her ship and just this look of, this look of gravitational sadness just weighing her down. Like, the depression and the hopelessness is basically written on her face as she just stares out at the wreckage of the ship. Nothing is pinging on your divine sense. Everything what? seems to be clear for the moment. Fair enough. What time is it? Is it pretty early in the day? I think it's I think still it was, early it afternoon. Yeah. Probably so left in the morning to come to the ship. Yeah, probably right around maybe after a short rest, probably about one o'clock in the afternoon or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Not too bad. Our plan was to go back out of the undead area and go around it, right? Oh, uh, when Elena comes back, that's exactly what she was going to ask. We could honestly make our way through with a tiny hut. We'd be fine. Well, if we head back out, we could escort our new compatriots out of such dangerous area uh, and get them to our friend so that they can be escorted out of the jungles entirely. I don't think there's a dragon. I don't think so dragon. you are just <laughs> on the edge of undead territory, so... It would take you about two hours to basically reach the edge of undead territory. 
the Ataz Iklawasi, which is the sort of valley of obsidian spikes, lies about 60 miles to the southwest, which would technically take you out of undead territory. And then there is Rakhammer and the city of Omu, which is your destination. Yeah, I wasn't sure, because when originally we made the plan, I thought our plan was to just pop into the Wreck of the Goddess and then go completely around. You could do that as well. But I'm going to say that in the meantime, we're going to take a quick two-minute ad break real quick, because I really have to pee. <laughs> well, so, yeah, we can talk our plans. Yes, um, we can talk yeah. the plans. We are going to take an official break. I do have a 10 to 15 minute break scheduled as part of the natural flow. But for now, I really have to pee. So I will be back in two minutes. I would say if we want to like make nice with them, I don't know why. I know why. Before you get ahead of yourself, before you get ahead of yourself on offering my tiny hut, I can only hold nine oh. medium creatures in. There. Yeah, I was, I was no in no way saying okay. find them. I was gonna say no, no. We go to the edge where, like, the edge of oh, the okay. undead, kind of slap them in the ass and say that way. My thing, uh, my plan is Get that Allery, we're going to escort them to the edge, and then Allery will use sending mm -hmm. to um, call the lady who we just saw over here, or to set up a meet point so that they can have a spot where they can get to someone safely and then we can give them some money to like pay her to take them out if they need it or just use our influence as vipers because we're mm -hmm. big bad dudes, right? Yeah. But honestly... Yeah. It might be more fun if we just cross the undead territory. It, it, so what we could do is we could go to the edge for the two hours, and then come back through and just fucking kill shit on our way in. Oh. Might be fun. I, I mean, I I'm no, I am built for tired. undead fighting. Also, well, we need so, to identify the swords. Yeah. So what we could do is we could go up. I can blow both of my spell slots to do sending twice. Or, Nim, do you have sending? I have sending. Um, How many spell slots do you have? I do have sending. I have two spell slots for that one right now. Um, and I'll just ritually cast Tiny Hunt. Okay. So what we could do is... I, I, did send... use, I use the third level... I use the third level Shatter. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I only have two spell slots there instead of three. You sure did, Bob? So, I guess we have two options then. So either Nim or myself could use sending to get her to come back um, and pick these dudes up. Maybe we should do it as Nim doing it, because Nim's so persuasive. Nim, what's your persuasion modifier? Like 11. Dude, that <laughs> Isn't it 11? I think it's like plus 11, hang on. I know my de my deception's plus eleven. Yeah, persuasion and pers deception are both plus eleven. So when so when Aaron was like, "Roll that deception," I'm like, "Okay." So that means what we could do is have you try to convince her to come back, and by virtue of us being vipers and badasses, just escort our new friends out of here, um, or to safe like a safe harbor where they can like get all the way back to. Um, the city and Aren't then we can just happy? turn around yeah. and come right back through 
on the map, did you point out where the boat is? The boat is on the wreck of the god star goddess. It's right here. Yes. No, our boat. Our oh. Back at Port Nianzaro. No. No, no, no. Our little boat. Community. I think it's over here. Probably help them. That could help them if you just pointed that out. It's like, if you see that boat, I was. Just yeah, that's yeah, right. It's uh, just south of Atascahakla, I believe. But if they're escorted out by the traders, I imagine the traders have a way of getting around. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like a good plan to everyone? Uh, it's more like an yeah. armored convoy. They prob they usually follow the river. Mm-hmm. Following the they river probably- as you did would be the safest route. Yeah, they could probably at least get them to a point where they could safely make the rest of the trip without fear of being assailed by all of the dangers of Cholt. Kind of like in those first few hexes. They're not completely helpless either, but... No, no, no. I don't imagine they are, but like... There is no... Nothing wrong with having the strength of numbers. That's true. And someone who knows the terrain. Yes. (laughs) Uh, the plan seems to be, Aaron, we're going to escort the boat people to the edge and then sending to the, or the the convoy, be like, hey, can you pick these guys up? Okay. Uh, and then we're going to make our way like through the undead area to, what's that place called? Ataz or Omu, whichever one. Yeah, the... Ataz Kahakla? Yeah. So you might go to the Ataz and avoid like the worst area of the undead. Are you going around the the undead region? Are we going right through it? Okay. We're gonna go through it, but we're not gonna go straight to Omu. We're gonna go to Ataz first and then to Omu so we can avoid like the really bad parts of the undead area. Okay. That's quite a detour. This to this, yeah, but this is Oh I was I was I was reading Ataz Kakla. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. We're going here to here. Okay. So stay in the, like, yellow as opposed to the orange. That could do routine divine, um, divine senses and shit. Yeah. Okay. I get four of those a day. So very easily you're able to make con- uh, make sure you tick off a sending spell. Uh, but very easily and very quick. Okay. Uh, Nim, uh, do you want to... Go ahead and make contact. Nim would okay. uh, send off a sending. Okay. On their walk, Allery's going to be like, I'm Allery, by the way. Um. <laughs> to, to who? The freaking Raz, Radas, because I don't think... The one you Allery already introduced? Yourself too? No, I, th- I thought you did. They gave he gave him uh Radas gave their name, but Halloween never introduced themselves. Oh okay. they talk about their kid and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he looks over as as you're making My your name? way out. Who needs that? <laughs> so you're making your way out, uh, fi- uh eventually you make your way down from the wreck of the star goddess. By the time you're able to pack everything up, uh, all the belongings of all of the the stranded ship crew, it takes about an hour or so, two hours, you make your way down from the treetops, back down to the jungle floor, about two miles north, the outskirts of the jungle, without incident. Hella reminds all of you, of course, to continue to apply your insect repellent and your and to 
hydrate. It is, again, a warm day, but not oppressively warm. It's somewhat temperate, high 80s, like 87 or 88 degrees Fahrenheit. A little bit humid, so it might feel warmer than it is. A average amount of sweat. <laughs> sort of dripping from your brows as you make your way through the jungle. So make sure to tick off either incense or salve as you apply that for the day, because the insects of the jungle are out in force, as they always are. And Nim, what do you say to the Triceratops merchant? Uh... Let's see. Jenna Moreau. Here she is. Hey! For everyone in the stream that doesn't know the Zentarum have a Triceratops merchant. You might recognize this from the Reddit. <laughs> uh, Jenna Moreau and Dreadhorn, as well as several escorts. So go ahead. Uh, hey, Jenna. It's Nim. We just helped a crew from a shipwreck I was wondering if we could get your help escorting them. I'm sorry. Maybe. Because you phrased it that way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's going to respond. No, no, and... I'm saying, I'm saying maybe okay. I was trying to ask like Emma, like, did that sound good? Emma, I want to like, say a what exactly should I only because say. it wouldn't make any sense that they found a shipwreck. I would say right. maybe like captives or something like that. Some because like if you say a shipwreck, she's gonna waste words trying to figure out what the fuck you mean by exactly. a shipwreck in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Well, people hey Jenna, it's Nim. We helped some captives was wondering if you could help them get to safety would you meet us where we were we were yeah yeah that's that's 25. Brief moment passes before you get a response. Well, hey there, beautiful. Good to hear from you again. Sure. I'd be happy to do a favor. Send them to the rendezvous point and we'll get them back to Port Yanzaru. For my best customers. Kind of cuts out at the end there. Okay. We are for uh Nim passes that along. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nim just passes it along like, hey. She said yes. Meet at the rendezvous. She said yes. Allery's like, yeah. Get them to the rendezvous. <laughs> it worked. I'll be honest. I was not expecting her to be that easy to persuade. Is that a whole day of travel? Anyone's easy to persuade. <laughs> Right, but we don't necessarily have to take them there because they are equipped, so they should be able to walk the bit. I mean, the right? I believe the I believe the clearing where you interacted with the merchants was right here, anyway, which you're able to mark yeah. on the map. Because they yeah, have. Allery's gonna like pull down Radoss's map, say, "Okay, you guys are gonna go here, and you're gonna meet a lady with a triceratops, and she's very nice, 
and she's gonna help you get home. Do or we to a port. do we just say that we met all of you and that we met Allery and yes. the Centaurum operatives? Yes. And is there oh, a... Nim, by the way. Nim, uh, nice to meet you. And the here, let me put them on here so we can get the tokens. Do we still have Beatrix? I believe so. Yeah, we haven't sent her off recently. Okay. Do you want to send Beatrix with them, just as a Zentarum thing? Yes, that's a great idea. Beatrix, and then come send here. them back. Beatrix is gonna. Radas, this is Beatrix. She's a flying snake. She will come back to me. There you go. She can carry very small messages. Oh, oh, uh, all right. And Beatrix just and kind of like kind of uh, very quickly and deftly kind of crawls her way around Radas which oh <laughs> kind of up his arm and kind of perches on his shoulder she likes that spot it's very good apparently I, what do I feed her I usually will just give her little bits of whatever I have in my pockets she just um, she just sticks the tongue out she also sometimes likes to catch the flies that are hanging out. Okay. Well, there's certainly plenty of insects here. Yes. And the captain is just sharpening, kind of looking at her blade before you depart, making sure that it's kind of over her, over uh, her leather here. gauntlets. You guys don't have any incense. Uh, here, all of you come here. I'm going to give you a little bit of salve. <laughs> and Allery's going to very, very gently very carefully give all of them a little bit of salve. I'll use the six okay. salve it takes. Okay. Oh, perfect. Alright. Awesome. Do you... Uh, Trey's gonna just ask the captain. Do you... Are you equipped with, like, gold at all? Just to keep you going? Um, uh, all of our gold was taken from us by the slavers. Did you find it? I didn't. Ellie's gonna take that. I'm sorry I did not find it. I didn't um, find it. Dune <laughs> um, says, I I could probably give you some gold. You <laughs> Make a deception you check. Okay. You're a bitch. <laughs> nope, You're a bitch. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. Then adds to like whatever. Whatever. Some gold. Do you need some gold? Don't let me to make a deception. Do y'all need stuff? But I got. I got some stuff. Fine. So, <laughs> so, the, so the captain says, "Did you, did you not recover it from them?" I was going to ask you, you know, but it, to, to be honest, it completely slipped my mind. You know, I, uh, there was an explosion earlier. All I found was some weapons. Um, but here is fifty gold. She's skeptical, but. She kind of very. She's giving you a kind of like a soul-piercing look with one eyebrow raised as she kind of takes the fifty gold and. Oh, Allery behind her is doing the same thing because Allery didn't get a cut of this gold and is like, Allery didn't. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand her five platinum. Like, hopefully, it'll keep you going in that city. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, You know what? Nim also gives. Nim also gives five platinum. This is coming You're out of my pocket. You're all very generous. Money. Uh, 
It seems my companions have been Thank you so much. To your career. Regardless, I, I appreciate it very much. This will at least help us potentially get a salvage operation down here, and y'all have been literal lifesavers, uh, and thank you for working with Radas to help us meet whatever connections you have. Uh, Triceratops, you said? Yes. And She's very what, nice. what, what is that? Oh, you don't know what a dinosaur is. Can I, can I, can uh, what? I, can, I'm going to use Minor Illusion to create a tiny, tiny Triceratops. And I'm gonna put it on my head and be like this, but a lot bigger. She just kind of. Are they, size, size are not they, accurate. Are they dangerous? They Some look dangerous. Some of them are. They are like giant lizards. Oh, okay. Some of them have tooth and fang. Some of sure. them Some of them have feathers. Does this one have I tooth and fang, or does this one not no. have? Tooth this one is a plant eater. Mm-hmm. It will ah. um, get aggressive if you try to piss it off. But don't you won't piss it off. Uh, certainly going to try not to. My main focus is getting back to this port. Um, what was it called again? Nianzaru. Right, Port Nia, for short. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> be very careful. When they say there's dinosaur races, go to the stands and don't leave. Uh, these things race each other. Yes. Weekly. Weekly. Every week. I have a tooth to prove it. These things are crazy. (laughs) Don't bet on them. I lost money. Well, first things first. (laughs) We need to get out of here and rendezvous with your Tritops merchant and then back to make our way up the river to Port Nyan. Triceratops, not Tritops. Triceratops. Triceratops, perfect. Triceratops, right, okay. So, I suppose this is where we temporarily part ways. Are you coming with us to the clearing, or are you... Nope. Unfortunately, our mission is of the utmost importance. Lives are literally at stake for it. Uh, But it is not not a far walk. I have shown Radas exactly where it is on the map. As far as we know, we have already cleared it for anything that might be of danger to you, but remain on guard, move stealthily, and just be on your toes, and you'll be fine. The the bearded man with the uh, the collection of spears and the fishing gear, just, whatever it is, we can take it! You can, I believe in you. Don't forget to send back Beatrix. The, uh, the rad She's dad here, <laughs> the rad dad here is like, we don't want to be too overconfident. That's what got us in trouble last time. But yes, we're ready this time. And the man with the sp- the with the neckerchief and the spear just will be sure to be prepared, and we'll send your wing snake back to you. And please, for the love of any god above, below, or whatever the fuck, if they don't have Centaur, do not trust them. If they're not the Zentarum, like our friend, do not trust anyone in the jungle. I know it's weird because we're complete strangers, but saved your asses. Just don't trust anyone. Best Ele- not to trust anyone's Zentarum aligned anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, Elena kind of steps forward and says, that's not entirely correct. If, they're, if they identify themselves as Emerald Enclave or Order of the Gauntlet affiliated with Lady Ava of Waterdeep, they are trusted. Or they can be trusted. Everyone else. I'm gonna be 
It's safe to ignore. I forgot those people existed. Dawn Vipers you want to stay away from entirely. And Emerald Enclave named whatever his fuck. What was it? Craig. Avoid Craig's. You hear Hella. What's wrong with Craig? (laughs) He's a creep. He's a creep. I quite liked him. A little quirky fellow, but... That makes sense. Craig, be nice. Anyways. Have you met me? We wish you all the luck. Uh, if anything goes wrong, you can send Beatrix back. I figure it'll probably take you the rest of the day, so to meet up with our friends, and I expect Beatrix back sometime in the morning. If she comes back earlier, we'll know something's gone wrong, and we'll run back to try to help you. <laughs> You're a good girl, Beatrix. <laughs> to be inconvenient. So, Beatrix eventually kind of does one more pass around... Radas's shoulders seeming to take a liking to him. And Radas says, huh, I think she likes me. And kind of holds out his hand for Allery's and just says, Sir Allery, it was very nice to formally meet your acquaintance. The pleasure is all mine. You hold out your hand? Yeah. He takes it and just kisses the back of your hand before letting go. Before and... marriage? <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> Allery uh, is like... <sighs> the captain sheaths her blade and looks over at points over at Dune. Thanks again for the massage. Smiles. And they all kind of take one last look at you. The the three dads all nod one by one. And the uh, the muscle here, he just kind of gives you all one of the sort of two-finger salutes. As he nods and they make their way into the jungle. After they get out of earshot, Allery's going to be like, God, it was so hot! Oh my God! He's like, and did you see that captain? The hair? Oh my god! You know Elena. Nim just looks at Allery and goes. Nim looks at Allery and goes, You're welcome about the tray thing earlier. Thank you. Also, what was the name of that lady who you romanced who would definitely kill you if she found out you were flirting with others? <laughs> was that flirting? I just gave him a saw. So- I this lady was having a panic attack. <laughs> I was helping this lady out. Okay, that's I fantastic. Know I know. I'm just helping a friend out. Dune, you are as pious as a sinner in church. There was <laughs> nothing in your mind other than flirting. I mean, <laughs> you explained. I don't think I want to know. Hey, Allery, before we head off into probably dying, can you check these out? Tell us what yes. it is. I have this fancy sword that makes me go. It's the two shoo, daggers. Shoo, shoo. Yeah, let's do it. And the and the scimitar, and the, the rapier. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll take me about ten minutes for each item. So I hope you're ready to sit down for a while. Sure. 
Alternatively, alternatively, hear me out. We could do it tonight at the tiny hut. Mm, sure. Fine. <laughs> ah. I think we should do it tonight at the tiny hut. Let's Fair go. Enough. Onwards. As you depart back to the wreck of the star goddess as a landmark, and then make your way southwest directly through undead territory, for as long as your legs will Seems carry like you. A smart idea. Moving again with the blessing of Sajanabaza, the guardian naga of Orlunga. Moving at speed unhindered by the jungle, having already applied yourselves and incense for the day. Continuing to drink, you'll need to consume the total today about a gallon and a half of water total. Eventually the sun Um. begins to set. And the time reaches about 8 or 9 p.m. in the afternoon before, sorry, in the evening, before you grow tired and in need of a rest. Yes. Uh, Question. Valerie makes water out of, with the jug and refills everyone's waters whenever they oh, need it. Oh, perfect. That's right. The alchemy jug. Yes. Love the nice alchemy jug. clean water. And then tonight... We'll have some wine and some mayo. <laughs> some wine and some mayo. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, sounds like a great it's a good combination. Makes yeah. This much better. Allery has been prestidigitating all of the rations every time they eat them, so. Alright, let me just drink off rations. Don't have to speak today. Uh, Nim, we have. No, we don't have T Rex anymore to eat. We ate all of him already, right? Yeah. yeah, I think we did. We ate all of him last night. Would anyone like to give advantage to Hella? Allery can, because Allery is proficient in survival. Okay. I've just been making Grease do it because it wasn't in Allery's character to help. <laughs> <laughs> Allery's too busy reading his book, but he'll stop now because Reese is out of it. Inexplicably. So this is for just finding camp. Uh, this is for just finding camp for the night. We can have. You want to have Hella do it? I think Reese does it every once in a while, but we can have Hella do it. Yeah, whichever one. Uh, Allery will help Hella. Okay. Nice. Allery could roll a natural twenty and not get a twenty-nine. So. Let's see. What do we have here? What do we? have? Uh, and those, and those, and those. Go here. We haven't used this one yet. Oh, nice. This Ooh. one's a proper jungle. Look at it. Yeah. Hella, Lena, Daria, Hallery, Toon, Chris, Trey, Nim. We'll say the camp. Oh, that's right, you have the dome, so. Ooh, actually. Let's see. There's a. Cool. Oh, there's different domes. 
Love it. <laughs> oh. See what this looks like. Oh, it's cool. Look at that. Ooh. Nice. We got a couple. How uh, how big is it again? How big is the dome? It's big enough to fit nine people. Uh. How many feet? Let me see. Uh, hang on, I'm looking. Okay. It's a 10 foot radius, so it's 20 feet. Okay, a little bit bigger. That should be... Yeah, okay, there you go. I would like to do divine sense to make sure there's nothing within 60 feet of us. Okay. And who is going to be taking the first watch after Nim summons the dome again? I will. It's mainly been Trey and Reese doing watches because we're dumb. Allery will um, identify take like an hour to identify all five of the items. I guess they only need to do the dripping one of the dripping daggers, because then it's obvious what the other one is, right? Uh, yes. Yep, that, is, cool. that should be correct. That is Allery, reasonable. like, gets their little mat set up, and then puts all of the blades in front of them, and takes their little pearl out, and it's like, alrighty. <laughs> okay, let's identify some items. As you work with the pearl, take the time to work with the pearl to identify your items. You discover... The dagger is easy. That is in the compendium. That is a that are two daggers of venom. I want at least one. So I'm Big sneaky, you know. Two I think, daggers I think of venom. Yes. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I want the other one if that's okay. That way you have a melee thing that'll help protect your ass. Yeah. And it's a it's a dagger of what? <laughs> Don't you have a magical sword? Short, short, the short sword dagger. What is my magical short sword? I'm pretty sure you have a magical short sword. I think they're both daggers, actually. Um, no, scroll it. Is, is that what was said? Is dagger of stabby stick. Yes, your sparky stabby stick. What is my sparky stabby stick? It's a dagger because it was the wizard carrying it. That's right. Who got the? Oh, you got the short sword oh, tray. Dagger of venom. All right. So the the rapier. Oh, I got the long sword. The rapier is Timora's Bite. It's a plus one magical rapier. Any target struck by the blade must exceed on a DC 11 wisdom saving throw or suffer a 1d4 penalty to their next attack roll saving throw or ability check. That's pretty cool. I don't want it. Actually? Nam? It's what? Can you use a rapier? Yeah. Is it considered a simple? I don't. Oh, I don't think a rapier is. Hold on, let me look at rapier no, real quick while Marshall. she's typing the other thing. Tis I think Marshall. it's a marshal. I don't think a rapier is. I don't think I can use it. Yeah, oh, it's a marshal. I can. I could. Oh, it's uh, Ray's. I... Oh my goodness! Thank you, Ray's. Can only do simples. Hey, we just got a raid. Nice. Oh, only do yeah, simples. and I believe Actually, that is Ray's. I have a proficiency with rapiers. You can use it. Nice. Okay. 
My awesome. He says I have a proficiency with rapier. Well, hello, Raze. So I'll take it's the good rapier. to see you, and thank you for the raid. It's so not, Raze! That's not gonna be in the that's not gonna be in the compendium, is it? Uh no, this is a homebrew item. The dagger of venoms are in the compendium, but the two homebrew weapons are not. Pretty good. How uh I saw y'all in voice chat earlier, Raze. What are y'all up to? I won't take a I won't take a dagger. I mean you can wield both. Because the rapier is one handed. Would y'all let me have both? This I mean, is, this Trey is the first time I get some Trey of the uses, items. Trey can't use it because Trey uses two-handed weapons, and Reese can't use it because Reese also uses two-handed weapons. I think the only one-handed weapon Trey has is that long sword, which I don't think they've used yet. No, I used it in the last fight. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want a dagger then as well? I will be taking. Oh. No, I don't a dagger need a dagger already. The next one is the Scimitar of Oppression. It's a plus one magical scimitar. Scimitar. Uh, it deals 1d6 plus slashing in addition to 1d4 bleeding damage as raw physical damage on hit. Bleeding wounds deal an extra 1d4 per turn in addition to the 1d4 raw damage unless healed or stabilized. Gray. So that you're already proficient with two-handed weapons. That is Can what the slaver was using. Because I think Reese's scimitar is also a plus one. Do you mean glaive? A scimitar is like a sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, then we don't have Reese here, so we don't know what they would want. Um... I mean, put it in the bag and then can ask for Reese when she's more in like the right headspace. Yeah. You could also take it. Um, do you have a shield? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't think you can wield a shield and two weapons. Nope. Hey, you can use, you can hold a shield on you. You can have, within reason, if you're not encumbered, you can have weapons on your back, and you can use a free object interact to change whether it's a one hand and a shield or a two hand. Mm-hmm. When you can use any weapon that you're proficient sword. with with a shield. But you would I'm have to already... put both the shield and the one hand back and then use a two handed weapon. Right, yeah. I'm already carrying the great axe and the long sword. So, just put it in the bag. Okay, we'll put it in the bag for now. Yeah, you've got some options there for magical weapons. If anything, we can sell it. <laughs> yeah, Ray's, they just killed a bunch of slavers and poachers, and now they're mm-hmm. collecting the spoils. Identifying yeah. the spoils. Yes, well, identifying the spoils. They also stole a bunch of money from the crew that the slavers had ambushed and didn't tell them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Our that cat was... boy and our bard t- stole a bunch of money from them. The tabaxi. I don't know what to say. Surprisingly, <laughs> the two chaotic, almost evil warlocks did not steal the money. That is true. He that is never true. Never done anything illegal in his entire life. I don't know what you're talking about. This Spoken is just like a, just a little pyromania. Says the rogue. Set the place on fire, the arson. You set a building on fire, according to your backstory. That is true. That is your whole backstory. It was my turn! On purpose! You were exiled from your tribe for clumsiness. I was... I... It's very Jar Jar of you. (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad! You're so bad! You guys, I 
<laughs> Thank you again, Reyes, for popping in and for the follow. We appreciate it. Thank um, you so the much. The last thing we haven't identified is the... And uh, have a good night. Bandolier. The bandolier is a bandolier of... It is a bandolier of throwing daggers. So Ooh. for... Yes, yeah, so it's basically... It's loaded with darts. So what? you have an... It sort of... Um, it works like it's like a little Easter egg. It's basically like a, a reference to Solid Snake's bandolier. It has an infinite amount of darts. So basically, you have an infinite amount of throwing darts. Could I also have that? Does anybody care? I'd have to ask the party. Person. Guys, I mean, Allery's set with their staff. So, no magic. So that way. No that way, when somebody asks you a question about tactics, you can just point to your bandolier and with a gruff voice you can say, infinite ammo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that! Y'all mind if I just, uh... Honestly, it makes sense since you're the only character who does not have... I don't have any magic. I don't have any magic. I've got a little stabby stick and a drippy stick. Dude... <laughs> Wait, no, I'm playing tree. Never mind, I can't say that. <laughs> also, I'm very proud of this dome that we were able to find here. It's very good. It's a very yeah. good dome. There's a lot of we cool resources. It, but it's very good. Yeah, Roll20 has a lot of cool resources that you can access online. So, yeah, that's right. Nim is just kind of hanging out outside for some reason. Uh, Daria is going to just... Whoop, no, that's not Daria. That's the dome. Daria? The compy. Oh, um, yeah. The Procomp Signathus familiar. Just gonna like do a little patrol here. Yeah. Yeah, I want I want the uh, the bed. What is it? The bandolier. A sparky stabby stick. <laughs> that was what the other one was. That oh like my god, I I love it. I love I'm gonna it. call the other one drippy stick. Oh my. <laughs> Amazing. Allery enjoys this. Infinite. The Crystal Coven Chimeras, everyone. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love y'all so much. This is great. <laughs> Myself included. We're all equally as outrageous, and I wouldn't have it any other way. But I as... Need a drippy stick. Drippy stick. Who's taking first watch, by the way? Me. <laughs> okay. Valerie right. is going to finish and go to sleep. Uh, roll for perception, right? Uh, yeah, and then uh, go ahead and roll a... Actually, I'll do it this time. I'm also doing Divine Sense to make sure there's no one dead or the 16 of us. I rolled a 4 on Perception. I just rolled Physical Dice. What did we get here? I rolled a 4. I have... Can we get a second? Can you put some stats for this bandolier in the chat so that Dune can add it to their inventory? Uh, it's just a, uh, it's just a bandolier that has an unlimited supply of darts. There's no real stat for it, so however you want to write that. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. Let's do this. If you add darts and just write unlimited. Yeah. Okay. I had to grab the book. The book! Who let me do perception roll? Oh my, okay. Does anyone want to stay up with me? For a bit, dude? Sure, I'm gonna be looking at these darts. 
perception here, roll perception. I'm gonna do all. Oh, sorry, sure. I don't want to do this alone. Okay, my love. What is it? I can't see. I usually have Reese with me. I don't like being alone at night. Damn, okay. you're fucking 26. Did I? Yeah. Perception. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got it on me. Who rolled the uh, 26? Dude. On perception, okay. please stay in your Oh no, now I'm gonna see stuff. Oh no. <laughs> Allery and Nim are sleeping. This is the first time. Is this the first time Trey and Dune get any time to actually like vibe? Oh gods. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Fun facts. I don't have a fun fact. I'm just. <laughs> So, um, how you doing, dude? You know, I've got these darts, mm -hmm. and this little, this stick, this is drippy. Watch. It looks kind of green. Um. Something wrong with green? No, I just, I don't know, I always kind of like associated green with poison so like okay. i'm assuming that's why it's called stick of venom you know drippy stick so like kind of tempted to just like but I, i'm not gonna dude <clears throat> as you're kind of gazing out into the evening as the rest of your companions begin to find sleep you see uh, kind of in the distance <clears throat> with your 26 natural 19 okay sort of slowly beginning to sort of apparate in the distance and approach a thick fog. But there is something off about the fog. It has a pink and blue tinge to it. Oh no. So it begins to <laughs> encroach further and further towards you. <laughs> what do you do? I'm gonna be like, hey, yo, look, look is that hag lady? Is that hag lady? Um, fog. I'm gonna be like waking. Okay, so yes, okay, so you wake everyone up. I'm traumatized. I'm waking people. Okay, all right. So hello. What? What? Allery from a dead sleep is like, yes, I will. Elena just grabs the sword. <laughs> What's happening? Do I need to put my armor on? Oh. So y'all, shoots up. Hag lady, I don't know if this is the hag lady, but she made us all feel weird with this this pinkish, uh, purplish uh, fog. There's there's fog. I don't know if this is related. I'm stressed out. Can y'all help me? Hell is like, that's the mad monkey fog. Everybody up. We gotta go. I can't get through the dome. It's the what fog? In the morning. That's well, the mad monkey fog. We gotta go. We have to move. Oh, <laughs> nice. Would okay. it go through the dome? No, it won't but... go through the dome, but in the morning it might if still be magical, there. it's magical, it can't get through the dome! Alright, let's pack up and go. It's not that it can't get through the dome, it's that it won't dissipate in the morning when the Can dome I goes cast away. The... Oh, it might, but uh, if we're completely surrounded by it, we're all going to be infected by it. Once the dome goes... Whoosh, it moves, and all it right. moves fast. Then let's go. And dude's going to be like, so you're saying it's not the hack? We're gonna fucking pack up, I guess, guys. Throwing shit <laughs> together. All right. <laughs> and we haven't gotten a full rest yet, so. 
Yeah, it's about yes. 11, 11 o'clock in the evening, but you're all... Uh, Elena begins to frantically put her armor on, uh, and Reese kind of helps uh, uh, Hella expedite uh, things a, a little bit quickly. 30 minutes of sleep before this. Uh, um, Daria is running around very excitedly and, and well, very anxiously. And, but eventually you're all able to put all of your armor on and pack up just before this sort of pink mist continues to encroach within inches from the bubble before you're able to kind of sidestep out of it and begin running away from it as fast as you can within reason south back into the jungle. You can see the mist encroaching. This might be a dumb question. Does it ping anything in the mind sense? Does the fog ping anything? As you focus on your divine sense, this unfortunately seems to be a, fortunately, unfortunately, a natural malady. One of nature's mm. many curses. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there go. I was, I was actually planning to just yeet some holy water. <laughs> can I roll an arcana check? Sure. To see if I can figure out anything about it. Sure. Let's 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 roll digital dice because I'm feeling like being hurt. <laughs> and, you know. Thirteen. Um, just exactly that. That it's it's natural. It doesn't have origins and potentially being uh, fabricated or man-made. As far as most people know, uh, it's called Mad Monkey Fever. Uh, it causes night sweats, uh, elevated temperature, fever, and delusions, hallucinations, and madness. Does it look flammable? Uh, thin blue, odorless mist. I guess it's a mist. It's not really flammable. <gasps> oh, actually. Oh. Uh, your, your divine sense does not pick anything up. Okay. Because it's... Right. Well, actually, there's a lot that's up for interpretation here. The way that it's phrased. So, I'm gonna say that your divine sense, there is a I think most people had assumed that it was always related to that it was a natural malady because it had existed for so long. But with your divine sense, it does appear to be in some way have some underlying current of uh, undead energy to it sort of necromantic energy. Can I throw a vial of holy water at it? Sure. Take out a vial of holy water, and you throw it at the mist, and your holy mm -hmm. water smashes on the ground, and the mist just whoosh, around it, and continues forward. It does sort of part and dissipate around just a small area of the holy water, but only for a millisecond. It just whoosh, because the fog went around, I'm assuming the fog infects people by inhalation. Make an arcana right. check. 
plus one to intelligence. Okay, that's good. You think you could certainly try something clever, but it is a large swath of mist that is encroaching upon you. You feel like it would probably be a better idea, since that's intelligence, to relocate rather than trying to experiment with Mad Monkey Mist. Can I, can I still ask? <laughs> if, yeah, you'll if, ask. Sure. And then... <laughs> um, if I ripped, like, the cloth from my cloak, mm-hmm. soaked it in holy water and held mm-hmm. it, like, if I, if we all held it in front of our face, mm-hmm. like, to, would that keep us safe? So we You're couldn't inhale it. You're gonna holy waterboard yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, like, drown, just, like, to coat it, so it's like a... With, with your arcana check of 20 <laughs> you're in that that that's a 19 intelligence check so you also recall other things about medicine in the process that gas can seep through the threads in cloth and also into your pores so in the end it would be a gamble you could certainly try but with your natural 19, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say that it's probably not a good idea to experiment inside of the red mist. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay. So very easily, <laughs> running away from the mist, you are able to relocate about another five miles towards your destination on your predetermined is the, route. With the way the wind is blowing, is the mist like coming straight south? Is it like heading like southwest or like southeast like just by like any wind let's find out roll d that's a d10 roll a d20 1d20 make a nature check or survival your choice 11 okay it appears to be it's hard to tell which direction the wind is blowing. There's not really any strong wind right now. Okay. Fair enough. That's run. Is that like right, still so you, close behind? Well, I would say you run for about, or you run or expeditiously make your way along your predetermined path until about midnight before you take a moment to check and recollect yourselves looking behind you. You do not see the mist following you any longer. Oh, you guys cannot do that to me. But Trey, go ahead I and make don't... a per- go ahead and make a perception check. In the meantime, go ahead, Allery. Sorry. I cannot wake up from dead sleep and run. Like I'm not theme. athletic to begin I with. I need to light up. Be like, dude. I need to listen. A- <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I rolled a 16. We cannot do this again tonight. I cannot cast Tiny Hut after this time. Want it known. I can't do this again tonight. You can ritually cast it, right? Can you only ritually cast once a day? No. You can you can ritual cast any spell as long as you have the time. I think certain spells take 10 minutes, certain spells take up to an hour. Yeah, but you can ritually oh, okay. cast whenever. You don't use a spell slot. I don't play a ritual cast 
I don't play someone who ritually casts stuff. I don't know how ritual spells work. That's why. Or like casting stuff works. Okay, well then, Nim begrudgingly starts recasting. Don't complain, we saved your ass. We when we get... I saved your ass! I saved all your asses! Give me money! See? And it seems, my friend, like you might have already gotten some extra money. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I That's true. <laughs> He did steal a bunch of gold from people who are already down on your luck to Paxi. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, you got, and you got magic items in the process. So you take the time to ritually cast the dome again. By the time you all get back to sleep... platinum in return. That is true. You did sort of compensate them. <laughs> Not the full amount, but you did compensate them. It's still technically stealing. But that's fine. We're an evil campaign, so... We'll say that you take the time to ritually cast the dome again. It's about one a. It's about one a.m. in the morning now, but you all are able to, depending on how late you sleep. If you sleep until nine, you can technically complete a full night's rest. Yeah. Yeah, we can sleep. We don't in. have any reason not to. Like we're on a time crunch, but like an extra hour or two doesn't make a difference in the grand scheme of things. Right. Because you made the decision Nobody to collectively just run. Again. I'm gonna give that to you. Okay. It was it was smart. It was during first watch. During first watch, someone rolled do and roll the natural nineteen. So I'm gonna give you the benefits of the natural nineteen and say that, you know, sleeping in a little bit, you'll be able to complete the long rest without having to roll exhaustion. Cool. I got you guys. Nice. Also, yes, I do really enjoy Aurel. She's playing a big part in this campaign eventually. The Monday group, which is part of the overarching world that we're in, will be heading to Icewind Dale. So I was very intrigued to to watch what I was able to watch the other night. But I'm glad y'all had fun. So, is anyone taking second watch for the second attempt at a long rest? Allery wants to dream about a scout. <laughs> I know you do. I'm gonna be a bit paranoid and do another like. Stay up a bit. Okay. Make another perception check. For your second watch, first watch. 17 this time. Yeah, 17. Okay, all appears to be quiet for at least the first few hours of your watch. As the early morning light of dawn sort of creeps over the horizon and there's that, that sort of dark purple sky by the time you finally find rest. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna see the sunrise a bit, and I'm like, nope, fuck this, going to sleep. Okay, all right. Anyone taking second watch, or are you just gonna play it safe in the dome? We're in or the take dome, the gamble? baby. Okay, baby. Cassie's been waiting for this. You can tell. The shift. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm afraid. Ethie's been waiting for the natural selection to come and take us out because we killed her dinosaur. <laughs> I was very disappointed that the dinosaur got we killed, killed so dinosaur early. She's like, fine, the weather we... and the na nature is going to kill your ass. Listen, we killed the dinosaur and then you didn't let me resurrect it. I am still upset about that. As you find yourselves coming to consciousness at about nine o'clock in the morning the following day, 
The sun already in full swing. I would like someone to roll for the weather, please. Roll a d20. Not it. I think I, I think um, Rory gets to do it this time. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's yeah. like okay. pretty much agreed uh, upon that. Uh... Okay, ten. Pretty good. Um, it is hotter than it was the day before. You're approaching sort of mid to high 90s, about 97 degrees Fahrenheit now. And you're already sweating by the time you set out in the morning. So Hella does the usual check for insect repellent and hydration. And sort of in the distance through the trees, you can start to make out the canyons and the gorge that forms the natural formation of Atascahakla, your destination. So you gather your things and set up camp for the morning. Before you take a step, you kind of stop and realize that in front of you, sort of in the distance in the, in the jungle, you just see a family of Triceratops. You see one head first just gonna raise up and look at you before returning back to the vegetation with which they were munching. Two more. Seeing this immediately reminds Allery. Where's Beatrix? You sort of look around the camp and you look up in the trees and kind of on a branch looking up Triceratops. You see Beatrix. Like... The wing snake just... She kind of looks down at you and... What's meat? Come here. Yeah. And she kind of darts down over and kind of wraps around your forearm and does the little snake tongue, <laughs> snake tongue lick. You feed her a little bit of scraps, meat, whatever you can, to which she's very appreciative. She kind of just flaps her wings and rests a little, rests a little bit on your forearm. Did you take very good care of the attractive man and his friends? <laughs> Very good. Anybody uh, want to do anything else as you're breaking up camp and preparing to depart for the day? Dance. <laughs> we are in undead territory. I am prepared. All right. As you make your way along your predetermined route to Atascahakla. I'd like to have everyone go ahead and make an active perception check for me. As the terrain is changing and you would be a little bit curious at least as the jungle shifts into a large gorge. Allery is too busy talking to his pet about the pretty man. I imagine he's doing this in the draconic, so no one else understands. Yeah. Sure. So I will say that you're all still on edge, you know, on alert for undead. Nobody really notices anything unusual. Eventually you make your way is being able to very easily spot the natural shift in the geography of the land, making your way towards what's known as the Valley of Lost Honor, which you have an easy access point to both Omu, as revealed to you by Sajin Nabaza, and 
Crackhammer to the west. What was that Crackhammer? Crackhammer was where Hella's brother had lost his life. That was the Dwarven uh, Forge. Sorry, Ataz Iklawazi. Okay. That was it takes you... the mine, was it? The mine was something yes. else. Well, there is the mine that's attached to the forge. The mine we is are... the one with the dragon in it. Yes. We are not going there. My boy got trauma. We're not going into our mine. There is there is the forge of Rockhammer, and there's the mine. When They're we connected. get closer, Outler is going to kind of look back to Hella and like, are you good? I'm alright. A little warm, but she gives you a thumbs up. Allery's gonna give a little prestidigitation to let a little cool breeze. <sighs> Thank you, darling. But midday. I love Hella. <laughs> Me too. About mid. About midday is when you notice the stark change in geography. Blades of black basalt thrust up from the floor of this deep volcanic canyon to create a hauntingly beautiful forest of jagged stone. One that can easily draw blood from unwary trekkers who brush against the ebon piles that are as sharp as the razor-edged weapons they're named after. So Hela says, right, this is the entrance marker, the Valley of Lost Honor. They gotta be on edge here. Fire newts and salamanders, that sort of thing. Unsavory folk. So a lizard's on fire, gotta be a little bit careful where we step. And uh, that's because of these sharp blades that'll cut you from, cut you right all the way through if you're not careful. So mind your sip around these sharp blades. Right, I know I shouldn't have to say that, but with you lot, no offense, some of you are a little bit clumsy, so just mind your mind the jagged blades here. I have another okay. stupid question. Sure. There are no stupid questions. <laughs> okay. Can I use my axe to try and break off some of these blades? Sure. Go ahead. With and... the intention of later on, if needed, use it as like a long range like projectile. Like a, a javelin? javelin type, yeah, like a javelin. Sure. Go ahead and make a go ahead and make a general strength check. Ooh, I'm good at that. Just so uh, roll d twenty. I just add your strength modifier. Twenty-one. That's seventeen. You swing your axe into one of these jagged blades of black basalt, and <laughs> your axe kind of like vibrates as you. Then it chips almost all the way through as you find sort of the thinner edge, but basalt is, believe it's strong. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I guess we have any geologists here and they're like, no, basalt's easier to break. <laughs> you never know. All right. Um, basalt. Basalt rock. It was worth an attempt. Igneous rock. It just looks cool. You know? Mm-hmm. Going to battle, flinging one of those. I have Eldritch Blast. I really don't need this. But it's yeah, okay. Yeah, so it, it it gets about all the way through and starts to crumble a little bit around the edges. Cool. Allory wants to collect a little bit of the not sharp pieces. Okay. 
I, I like turn it so like it's the chipped part and it's like try to scrape it off with like a dagger to get to yeah like, sure I mean um, with with enough time you eventually just you know take another minute or so to uh, and hell is like you're right yeah you, uh, a little curious about the rocks are you could be useful these shed is sharp fancy yourself a I geologist no all right geologist no I just it's sharp you could kill someone with it Allery's gonna walk up to Trey and be like, Do you think Espe would like these? You know what? I'm gonna get the bag of holding and put the the, the basalt javelin. When they're older you could give you could give them this one. That would be much better than the sucker I gave her. The what? It's a joke. It's her short sword. It's called Sucker. Or Lollipop. I can't remember what she calls it, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna throw these in there too, because they're a little sharp. Okay. The salt chunks. As you eventually wind your way... Sorry. I was just gonna say I love the bag of holding. Yes. (laughs) As you eventually wind your way deeper and deeper into the gorge itself, avoiding the jagged rocks. The ground itself below your feet, sort of seemingly unstable in a way, as there's occasional vibrations below your feet. Some of the... Some of the rock... Uh, uh, Hey, Hela, is that... What is that? The ground here can be a little bit unstable sometimes, just mind your step. What comes out of it? Nothing comes out of it, it's just... There's lots of caverns below this area. Oh, so you're saying we could step down into a pit? Not usually, not unless some... significant amount of... Don't say it, don't, nope. You're going to jinx us into falling in. You hear, like, this kind of growl in the distance, sort of on the wind, almost. Is that our friend, the worm in the mine? Just like... Did you hear that? Yeah, no, heard that. Absolutely heard that. Did it sound dead? (laughs) There's just this silence in the air around you. Can I out on a limb make a check to see if I can identify if that was maybe a dragon. Go ahead and make a perception check. Can I use advantage? <laughs> oh no. Music shift. Eerie music. I'm scared. Uh-huh. I rolled a seven. You don't. I'm not. I don't think. I think the digital dice are not working for me now. You don't really see anything, and nothing really catches your eye. Oh. At the mention of caverns, Trey's gonna panic a bit and be like, "Wait, can I do a procession check?" He's like high alert. Is thinking about being in cave. Where the sound is. Sure. I'll say everyone make a perception check. 
Well, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Can I roll something good? Are you kidding? Can you roll reason? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, Hella is kind of looking at the ground and around ahead of her. So is Dune and Allery. And Nim, sort of bringing up the rear, you hear something. And you hear this sort of pressure. And you kind of take a second to turn around behind you and as your vision drifts up towards the sky, there is a figure approaching rapidly, heading straight towards you. And as it gets closer, you can see the wingspan just open up before you and it is getting bigger and bigger and closer. But nobody else seems to notice it. Nim's Nim's sitting there going, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Elena's like, what? What what is it? What? What, Nim? Nim's just like pointing. Uh, uh, over over there? Over there? Yeah, Allery's gonna be like, fuck, hide! And Nim would like to find somewhere to hide. Nim would like to find somewhere to hide. Okay. As you all begin to find. Wow, okay, awesome. Yeah, so Dune immediately scampers into cover. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's it's, it's dexterity, so that's fine. I'll give it to you. I'll I'll give you the natural 20. Stealth is also a plus. Stealth is higher, so either way, it's fine. You would have gotten a 30 on the stealth. Holy shit. Um. Is is the figure really really big? Yes. Yes. Should we? I want to quickly take out the basalt. Can I roll acrobatics? To, to, is there a tree to climb? Is there a tree to climb? And as as you kind of are all looking around, you hear a voice on the wind. Is there a tree to climb? Little dwarf, smells of the ones who came before. Back again with new friends and new treasures. I'll enjoy the hunt. (laughs) As the figure and the wind just begins to intensify, as this figure you can see now illuminated as, as the sun behind it, this red sort of, these red scales just glimmering in the sunlight as it just, you can f- almost feel the wind pressure as it is now closing distance. You can hear the whistling of the wind around the wings. And as you all scramble for cover, some of you start to sprint further ahead. Some of you trying to climb up certain parts of this valley. The laughter of this dragon just intensifies. And as most of you scatter and find cover beneath the basalt, having enough time to at least do that, it gets closer and closer, and you see its mouth open, and this sort of glowing light begins to form in it. And as it shouts out again, Run and hide, little dwarf and friends of dwarfs! 
It'll make the hunt all the more exciting. And before you have a chance to react, there's this massive impact as the ground beneath your feet begins to shake and shudder and give way, almost simultaneously coinciding with a burst of fire and flame that singes all of you. I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, Harvin's adventure doesn't give me a advantage on it. I'm good. Strength, I'm right? all good. I can't remember if it's only strength. It's fine. <laughs> um, every, and as the five to my as the Everyone impact hits, the ground advantage. below your feet begins to open and give way. And as you reach out for whatever you can grab onto, you feel the dragon's wings, realizing what's happening, almost push back. And in the heat of the fire, the basalt almost acting as a natural canopy, you fall and fall into this open sort of chasm. And you can hear the roar of the dragon and run and hide in the earth. It cannot save you from my wrath. And as the light goes out around you and you feel yourself impacting with a flash of searing white pain and jagged edges sticking into you from the jagged basalt and the singe of the fire, everything goes dark and there's silence as the dragon and its wings flies off into the distance. You hear it and you hear a final deafening roar as you feel the puncture wounds, the burns, and the collapse of the cavern and the pain as you feel the light fading. And that's where we're going to take a break. Did we just die? So yeah, so there is, it looks like uh, during the uh, during the collapse um, many of you kind of did sort of, um, what you do realize is sort of Elena, uh, and, uh, Reese, uh, were the first, they were sort of watching over all of you as they had sort of tried to extend their wings at the last moment and were able to make some evasive maneuvers while sort of collapsing into the tunnel as, it appears as if they had some kind of dragged you away from the initial collapse. And Elena says, All of you were unconscious for several minutes. The dragon came back and we did our best to drag most of you away from the center. But in the process of trying to figure out what happened, more of the cave collapsed. And you can look up and you can see like there's like a large pile of rubble that... Um, has been sort of stacked in the center. It wasn't too bad when we first fell in. Brees uh, and I were able to, at the last second, thanks to our blessings, and thankfully we had them, sort of duck into the secondary tunnel that seems to extend however much farther to the west, or north or south. My sense of direction in here is a little bit warped, but... We were thinking about flying back up when the dragon returned, stomped around and made some more angry threats. The only direction we could go was further into the tunnel, and 
I guess in a rage, the dragon sort of, whether accidentally or on purpose, seemed to collapse more of it as it couldn't quite squeeze its way through the jagged tunnel. But kind of looking looking up, sort of, there is like a, a pile of rubble that's kind of blocking the uh, the exit, and some some of the stone from in the tunnel appears to have compounded the collapse as well. I think it would be best if we all just take about an hour, bandage our wounds, and come up with the game plan. We are for the moment, safe from the dragon, then? I wasn't sure if we were going to be, but since it came back angrier than the first time. But, wherever we are, there seems to be a tunnel system, so. And, and <clears throat> Hela, who is still kind of semi-conscious, would be the one to ask about this, but she is kind of still in and out of it. With Hella, Allery's gonna look over and make sure Hella's chair is okay. Yeah, um... And Hella is alright. They, they were, between Reese and Elena, they were able to sort of write, uh, they were dragging everyone out, they sort of right at the combat chair and kind of plopped her back up in, in like a resting position. Okay. And she's kind of like, out. kind of just swaying now. Yeah. yeah. Nim, have you gotten that, that dome up all yet? <laughs> I'd think of it, right? Whenever Nim would, Nim would have started casting it. So, whenever Nim's finished ritually casting it. Alright. After about an hour, Hela begins eventually to come to consciousness and kind of reaches over to the crossbow and Elena just oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And Hela's kind of like bleeding from the nose and the mouth and she kind of and spits on the ground and spits out part of a chipped tooth. It just... Oh. Uh, whatever. Like, as soon as Trey What's realizes he's, like, caved in, he's Alex. gonna, like... 3D4? Yeah. Um, Essie, is it alright if we get a short rest since we are... Yes. Yep. So yeah. we so we can call that another short rest. Cool. Just make yeah. He's gonna crawl to a corner against the wall and start having like okay, a, a so we can attack do it. because he big time claustrophobic in caves. He's gonna well, the, there are attack. there are sort of like bits of light that are coming in from the cave. In you can see like different. Um, it's like a large pile of of stone and, and rubble. Um, a lot of it are is uh, sort of j those jagged um, strips of black basalt. So uh, there there is a decent pile of rubble, but there's a lot of the the thick. Basalt has also kind of caved in on itself, and it's this sort of intricate sort of weave pattern of um, basalt spikes that winds its way up. So there's certain sun shafts of light that are making um, making their way down into the tunnel. So there's a little bit of light over where the kind of just a few inches to the left, um, or a few feet to the left after the tunnel collapse, or, or after you had sort of fallen into um, into this sort of pit here. But the dome does go up and you're able to recover and eventually you're able to calm Hela down after the initial shock. Nice, I'm back to full. 
Let's say Hella, de- Hella is at 50. What does a healing potion do? 8. Uh, 2d4 plus 2. I'm back up to full as well. I used all my hit dice, though. But I, I figure it's probably for the best, because if we're going to use more recovery hit dice... I might try and use... I might use all my hit dice before I try and do... Melee weapons is usually only for emergencies. So, um, we have healing potions for in combat needing to recover hit points. Um, but if we need, if we're having time to make another short rest. Yeah, may as well. I would say get yourself on full. Yeah. Just because dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get yourself as close to full as possible. That's pretty good, though. 42 out of 47. Pretty good. Freaking, oh man, well, man. Okay. good that works. job. Oh, I wasn't adding yeah. any of my... I'm full. I'm full. I'm All full. right, heal yourselves up. The, the, those last two maxing them. That was a plus three. Yours is a plus two, so yours is add Maxing two those last two oh. dice. Alright, so who's who's at full? Yeah. Me. I think we're all at full. I didn't mean to do the last one. I didn't mean to roll that nine. I don't know how it rolled. Make a, That's fine. Um, you can add it back if you didn't mean to roll that. Because I'm back to full. Um, yep, make sure that you um, adjust your health in your character sheet. And on your tokens as well. Uh, just on your character sheet. It should adjust it. Uh, okay, 17. Plus Okay, I'm 17. actually three short of full. But that's You're pretty wearing... darn good, though. So. I forgot You're to add my cotton modifier to the last ones. You want me to, like, top you up? Okay. <laughs> I give you three points from Leon Hands. Cool. So I'm full. Yeah. I forgot to add my con modifier to my stuff. Yeah. You do. Alright. <clears throat> After you all take the time to complete a short rest in this in the dome in this tunnel you all kind of have this moment where you look at each other and contemplate your next move the tunnel extends from where you are currently the tunnel extends indefinitely or however long into the darkness hello there's no chance you know what these mines are, or what these tunnels are, or if they maybe connect to an outside source. Most of these tunnels were created by the dwarves of Rakhamar, and it's a network that extends for miles below the Valley of... used to be the Valley of Honor now. Valley of Dread. Um, if we follow I mean... one of the tunnels for long enough, it might well take us to to either Hrakarama or the mine. I feel like we've got no better option than to traverse it. Yes. Do you want to go first, dude? Um, I'll go after you. Go for it. 
Uh, so you know how we could see the sun through the cracks? Mm-hmm. Can we use that, knowing like the time of day, to get like cardinal directions, like depending on where the in what direction the sun is shining through the cracks, just so we um, know where's north, where's west, and where's make a survival check. Can Allery aid that survival check? Are you proficient? Yes. Then yes. Yeah, I'm just gonna roll a roll twenty, though. Fuck me, please. Nice. Um, it's really difficult to tell in here. Um, it was a high DC. Um, but the cave only, the cave only sort of heads in one direction for now. Or the tunnel, I should say. anyone has a compass, right? Mm-mm. Um, Hella's like, question. Hella has one. Hella takes out a compass and... <laughs> Uh, well, it takes a second to know. calibrate, uh, and uh, she says, "It's a little bit of interference, but um, a lot of these dwarves have thick metallic components that have yet to be mined. So, but looks like west somewhere. Looks like these tunnels are probably west, southwest, south, south by southwest." We need okay. to. We can follow this tunnel. There's only one way out. But if we come to an intersection, we need to go towards west, a bit north, to get to Rakhamo, whatever it's called. The as the next it's gonna be our best bet. He says like through baited breath because he's not having a fun time. <laughs> um, I have a question. Sure. Um. Can Dune see how far down we we fell? Like, how far up is the surface? Surface is... Make a perception check. Hmm. 30-20. 30-20. Yeah, so from trying to, to kind of gaze up kind of through the rubble and the spires of interconnected basalt that have sort of caved in on themselves trying to do your best to gaze up through this kind of jagged sort of um, amalgamation of, of rock and stone. Uh, probably at least 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay. I have a proposition. I don't know if y'all want to do this, but I could use Dimension Door and bring up Trey and we could put down some rope and help y'all out? Or do y'all think we should go through the tunnels? There is no opening, is what Essie was saying. The opening yeah. has been caved in. So you could get yourself and Trey out, but you guys would just be out on the surface with an angry red dragon. Okay, okay. Yes. Well, hey, baby. It's alright. There's only one way to go. Yeah, you're okay. We now have but one choice. <laughs> Uh, everyone try to stay close to me. I'm gonna take out the longsword, take out a shield, kind of try hook my arm with Allery, because try to scare her. Allery is Perfect. going to cast light on your sword, so it's Ooh. a little beacon for you. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go at the front and start walking slowly. <laughs> All right. Before you move your tokens. Okay. I will say that. You walk through a winding tunnel for an hour, two hours, 
three hours. For what seems like an eternity. You start to get nervous as you continue to walk further and further. Hella assures you that all of these tunnels are old, ancient, interconnected. Trusting your guide, you push on past three hours, approaching four hours, traversing through this singular, winding, ancient dwarven tunnel. Finally, after over four hours of fatiguing, anxiety-induced travel through these winding tunnels, the caves start to shift. The size and shape of the cave in front of you so I'm going to say that there is sort of behind you, right? So behind you is is the cave. It extends out in this direction, or the tunnel, right? Okay. The size and shape of this area of the tunnel is impossible to determine as clouds of rolling smoke begin to sting your eyes and drifting embers burn your throat as you breathe. You can, however, barely make out what looks like a lantern in the darkness, farther in and farther back in the smoke. Um, Allery is going to look at Dune and say, do you want to investigate? I could make you invisible so you could go safely up. Yes, I oh. will do that. Okay. Allery is going to cast Invisibility using the staff, which okay. is on Dune. Now, if you interact with anything or cast any spells or do anything like that, use any kind of magic, I'm so sorry, use any kind of action, okay. it will lose your invisibility. So the area, don't interact with anything, just look and come back. The area is heavily obscured by the smoke, which burns your lungs as you approach. Do I need to roll for stealthy sneaks? If you're trying to be stealthy, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think okay, the rest of us are going to hang back while Dune investigates okay. the lantern a little more. Go ahead and roll stealth. Okay. All right. You believe yourself to be extremely well hidden, invisible. <laughs> Wait, uh, so d uh, does Dune have invisibility as well? Yes. Dune okay. is also invisible. All right. So, yeah. So you're, com so you're quiet, silent, and Concentration unseen. up to one hour. Nine. Okay, go ahead and move your token. Oh, give me one second, I have to... Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. So gonna... Where is the lantern? Here and here. So now you're stood at the lantern now. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. <laughs> a constitution! Oh, no. Should have checked for booby traps, you rogue. Wasn't I investigating? Uh, the smoke continues to burn your lungs, and you find it harder to breathe. Oh, it's the smoke. And you immediately gain a level of exhaustion and start Ooh. uncontrollably hacking as the smoke fills your lungs. Well, that's not good, so you should come back now. Well, we have to go forward. 
But we do not have to go forward through the smoke. Come back before you die. I just, uh, I just, uh, I just picture like, oh, smoke. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm asthmatic. <laughs> I imagine Dune would have like a very old man cough. There's not a way to you know, add exhaustion onto the character mancer thing. Mm -hmm. I believe it's next to death saves. I... No. No. Death saves, no. successes, failures, nothing else. Nope. Say nothing about exhaustion. Hmm. Unfortunately, not. Oh, I thought there was. Ah, well, you have one level of exhaustion. <laughs> okay. Now what? Well, uh, I assume Dune comes back and reports that. Yeah, Dune comes back hacking and and coughing up black no. tar. Well, there was a way to put it. Well, not uh, just black sort of phlegm. Black How mucus. about instead of coming back, Dune holds his breath and takes a few more steps? That sounds like a fantastic idea. You hold your breath and walk into the smoke. What's your strength modifier? I don't know what that means. What's what is your... Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Go tell the DM what your strength is. <laughs> Zero. Okay, so you you can hold your breath for one minute. 60 seconds. Okay. Alright. How far can I get in a minute? Would you say? Set a timer for 60 seconds. Okay. Alright. Alright. I'm gonna look up here. I'm gonna come in here. What's all this? Ouch. Hot. Okay, I'm gonna come down here. Hold on. I'm gonna go Hold in on. here. Okay. Yeah, you can, uh, that's about as far as you can get. That's about 30 all seconds. Right. There's a railroad. Okay, we're gonna come back up. I feel like there were steps. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh my god. He's just gonna be... <gasps> yes. He's gonna be like, there is something hot. And I, there was <laughs> there was magma. And um, I don't know, but there was rails, and they looked like they go somewhere. And there was really hot in there. Hella's Hella perks up immediately at the mention of rails, and she says, "This is it. We found Harakama." Well. That is a positive. Why are you hacking up your lungs? Are you okay? No! I'm- this is obviously of uh, the result of smoke inhalation. Is There's this smoke. like natural ho? Is this like natural smoke? It is. Cause there like... was uh, Trey, lava. Trey, go ahead right. and make a- uh, because of earlier comments, go ahead and make a general intelligence check for me. Actually, uh, yeah, go ahead and make a general intelligence check. Can Allery determine the cause of that smoke? Like, is it the lantern? Go ahead and make a perception check, and then an arcana check. Oh. And then a nature check. <laughs> make three oh. checks for me. I'm gonna use my dice. Okay, babe. 
I wish I could help with the perception. I wish I could help with the perception. Nature, Arcana. Yep. Oh, no, 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 wait, what? Perception, nature, arcana. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a natural 20 perception, okay. a natural 1 nature, and a natural 2 arcana. So okay. the arcana check is going to be a, five, a 6. But Okay. The only thing you know as you sort of gaze in and you feel yourself on the outskirts of the smoke, it's still warm. You have magma coming in from uh, this side. You have smoke coming in from this side. You're still a little disoriented. You feel dizzy just for a moment, but with your perception check, you can see that the lights, these two lights just flicker again in the smoke. For Allery's own sake, I'm going to press the digitation and snuff one of the candles. Okay. So you begin to channel some magic, and as the sort of a dark purple sort of star-filled magic leaves your fingers and shoots over in that direction, kind of wrapping itself around the lights, your magic dissipates. But then those two lights flicker on once more. Oh, so they're magic. Hello? The dwarves didn't intentionally light poisonous gas candles in their own minds, did they? I've got to be completely honest with you. No idea what the fuck that is. Again, like, as usual, my advice is just to be to stay the fuck away from it. To be consistent, of course. I'm just worried that they weren't placed here by ancient dwarves and that someone else is inhabiting these caves saw that this one led very far away from where they were staying and just put a little, a little that's thing. That's smart. Dude's like, hey, that's really smart. Hey, can I figure out what this was intended for? Because of my uh, archaeologist thingy. Go ahead and make a check. I, can I throw something at it? Wait, uh, what is your, um, what is your archaeologist feature again? Let me see if I can. It's actually not listed on there, honey. Yeah, it's not listed on here. It's, hold on, I'll pull it up for you. Arche- how do you spell archaeologist? Arch-e-o-o-logist. Uh, you can hear the bubbling of magma now in the distance. Is it on anything? It's not on here. It's on- Stop it! It's on- Oh, maybe that's not it. It's here, baby. Description. Archae- okay. Historical knowledge! Okay. Historical knowledge. When you enter a ruin or dungeon, you can correctly ascertain its original purpose and determine its builders and whether those were dwarves, elves, humans, Yanti, or some other race. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Well, this is... This is clearly dwarvish. What's interesting, though, is that you recall nothing of just like Hella said, of any smoke or magic lights in the smoke. This seems to have nothing to do with the original archaeological design of this particular dwarvish facility. You verbalize that? Yes, I'm verbalizing that. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna in response to Allery saying that I'm gonna be like, yeah, this that sounds you know, that tracks, you know, and say that. We um, should be on our guard. There's probably somebody uh magical running around trying to keep others out. Hello, is there anyone from your expedition who might have been a magic user who might have fled to these tunnels? 
It could have been any one of us. A lot of dwarves all use of magic. magical users? Oh, Not all of us, okay. but could have been anyone. But I've never seen anyone use sort of this sort of smoke before. No idea what the fuck it is. Probably not a dwarf running around. Um, can you what? Can I try and break it? Break what? The the, the candle. How are you gonna try and break the candles? I mean, I mean, they're, they they don't appear to be there. They, there are there are lights that are just flickering in and out. Oh, they're like just they're just lights. They're lights. Yep, they're they're floating, flicking, flickering lights. Okay, I'm gonna do something stupid. Get the okay. wet rag, cover myself again, and hold my breath. Go back okay. into the smoke and try to touch it. This is very hot. The general area is very hot, and as you touch this sort of glowing, flickering light, your hand just moves right through it. It flickers on and off one more time in front of your eyes. And then on once more. Alright, that didn't work. I'm gonna walk back to the group. Um, Nim, we could use a dispel magic, but I don't think we need to waste a spell slot for it. Yeah. We could just keep going, because um, there's rails over here. When I was there, were there any kind of carvings on the floor? When you were inside the smoke? Yeah, like if I, when I was like beside the lights. Like well, you didn't, the... not that you saw just in general, but you didn't make a specific check. If you did, it would be at disadvantage. Uh, I'm not worried too much about it. It's just like, okay. Valerie would like to keep an eye out for any similar magical items that maybe don't belong, or any similar items that maybe don't belong, and we'll ask Dune to help them keep an eye out for it. Like, hey, if you see anything else that doesn't look like it belongs to this ruin, let let me know. Okay. Beth, got you, fam. Gonna ask Hello which way, because it forks, right? Yeah, do we want to step forward so we can see the stairs? Where are the stairs? What stairs? Move forward. So, uh, west. That wrong way. Hella stops and and she says, "Now this whole place is overrun with fire newts. But if we were to reclaim it, we could use it as a base of operations. There's an entire forge in here, supplies, an armory, and a treasure hoard." If we can kill a dragon. Dragon's no, not, the dragon's not here. The dragon's lair is in Wormheart, to the south. Tracks branch off around the far corner of this tunnel to the south leads into Wormheart. But in so Harakama the specifically, the dragon is in Wormheart. In Harakama specifically, there's still the armory, the forge, the treasure hoard. There's a specific, there's a different treasure hoard for dragons, but dragons and dwarves don't always get along because we both like a lot of shiny treasure, we like to keep it guarded, kind of sit on it, not necessarily something that I always agreed with, but it's in our blood, we kind of got a knack for it. Hello, and if I, I know you told us about the expedition that killed your brother, but what, how exactly he was killed by mutiny, 
How far did you all make it into this mine? We were ill-prepared. We made it to the forge itself. And we were chased out by the Vyronuts at the forge. But by that time, a lot of us had already left the party. A lot, a lot of the people that were with us just fled, leaving just me and my, me and my brother. Okay. Okay. So... It wasn't as... Big... Right. But when we fled south, back to Wormheart, which was where we came, we were ambushed by the dragon, so... Those who were running out were picked off by the dragon both in Wormheart and on the surface. From where we are now, could you lead us to the forge? I could. Lead the way. What if we don't go to the forge since we know it's overrun and we are all a little off our game? Like Hela said, can use us as a base of operations to, you know, prepare for the fucking dragon if we need to. What about the armory? Did you only discover the forge? I'm assuming they're connected. We got as far as the forge and then we had to retreat. People had already mutinied at that point and... and or fled. Um, the armory is past the forge then. Dune's, Dune's gonna speak up. So what I'm hearing is, you had two people, but we have one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, we, we had, no, we had six, but... Two decided that at the first sign of danger they were going to give up and just run. Well, I'm not gonna run. The I other mean, two. Are you gonna run, Trey? Are you gonna run, Allery? The other two abandoned us before we could even make any progress. The expedition kind of fell apart before it even began. Okay. Where. Where did your brother die? Did he die in the forge? Did he die out in the jungle? Do you know if he died for sure? I'm just trying to get something straight. Not to rehash old memories, but we want to make sure rehash. we're not going to... Let me just check the map real quick. Run into sure. anything unexpected. Just for us to be prepared and for yourself, of course. Because, you know, you're a part of us. Let me, as the DM, double-check the map real quick. Okay. I want to make sure okay. there's an exit. Allery and Trey are on the same wavelength of we're about to find this fucker's brother. Well, it's not that. Well, yeah. Or one of the other it's expedition people. He's undead. Uh, a manic undead? Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I'm worried we're gonna be exploring and find... A wizard in here. Two of our artist clamor. Okay, we can handle it. Two of the, the two of the companions that we were with were supposed to stay with us as we retreated back to Wormheart. They fled and went back to the surface using the steps. Me and myself and my brother, we tried to stick to the plan and retreat back to Wormheart, but by the time we got back we found that we were being pursued by kobolds that had overrun the Wormheart line itself. And then I was able to flee back into the jungle, make my way over to the Jahaka Anchorage. Luckily, I was able to crawl my way back. It's not something I wish to recall. 
Ali's gonna put a hand on uh, the arm of her chair, like, not, like, super high up on her, but, like, the arm and say, you don't have to. We just want to be prepared. Right. Onward to the forge, then. Um, maybe let Trey lead, but if you can tell us where to turn. Just in case something big appears. Okay. We can. <laughs> Stop it. I raise my shield a bit. All I'll say is, not proud of myself, but I was able to hide and play dead for long enough for the kobolds to leave me be. The kobold? Don't. The kobold is like kobolds. a little dragon creature. They're tiny and vicious. They're like go dragon goblins. That's why I crawled my way back to Jahaka, which was they're very vicious. unpleasant as it is, but they're also very stupid. So they're very stupid. Hiding and don't, playing dead wasn't that much of a challenge. Honestly, don't kick yourself over. You're clearly outnumbered. Honestly, that was probably your smartest move. Look, now you're back, and you actually have a shot at finding everything you set out to find. Granted, you lost people along the way, and that's always hard. But me, get over that. Move You've got new me. brothers and sisters in arms. <laughs> Don't push that I do. That I do. And I'm very appreciative to have all of you. Even if we are chaotic and a little bit not good. <laughs> you know what? I've already taken a liking to you chaotic fuckers. Yeah. It's something it's about the all of you. Hella arc. <laughs> I, I Say what you will. You do have the strength of warriors flowing through all of your blood. Something I can appreciate. Damn right. Allery is touched. I went and hand her a vial of holy water and she's like, just in case. We lost one. Sure. I Never feel like if, if we were to find the corpse of Hugh, it would certainly be in Wormheart and not in Harakama. His name was Hugh? <laughs> That's Emma reacting, not Allery. <laughs> Allery would be like, mm -hmm. Emma thinks that's fucking great. So, Hugh and Hella? Though I appreciate your concern, I feel like we wouldn't find his body here. It would be further down the tunnel to the south. Is there an, in is Wormheart. Who... I'm sorry, what is. We're in Craghammer, right? Is what you're saying? Hrackhammer. Hrackhammer? The, okay. uh, the forge and mine of Hrackhammer. Just around the corner, there are stairs that lead back up to the surface. Okay. For about 20-30 minutes. Further down the rails, if you take a right here, it leads up to the forge itself. If you follow the rails down to what I believe to be south by southwest, you would eventually come to a turn in the tracks where you can head south towards Wormheart Mine itself. South southeast. Now, we probably shouldn't try to get to the surface only because there is a giant fucking red dragon out there trying to kill us. Right. So... Tinder. With luck, we can get to the forge, armor up, and maybe even get to Wormheart before the dragon somehow managed to set up some kind of ambush. The dwarves that she killed when it was. First taken from us. They nicknamed her Tinder. 
The dragon's name is Tinder. Swipe left. I'm so sorry. I will not be taking that. Go to jail. She calls herself. She calls herself Zindelor, but of course, yeah. Tinder is a little bit more appropriate given the situation and the circumstances. So many other Does dwarves Zindelor that were have here. Any meaning in Draconic? Beats me if I know. But Allery would know. Ooh. Good question. Because I know sometimes dragon names are like Lucy, the poisonous demoness, you know? So I was wondering if the name would have that kind of meaning to it. Sure. Let's see. Uh, not that I can see. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, probably has something to do with sparking a flame. Just cool while we're in this kind of intersection, bring out the alchemy jugs just to refill everyone's water skins because it's hot. Yes. It is they very hydrate. hot in here. Yeah, so just refilling water skins with the alchemy jug. That is so useful. It is. Oh my god, I never realized. Do you have this sheet open? Because it's a very fun thing. No, I don't. I just know it makes water because you told me. Yes. In mayo. <laughs> it makes a lot of fun things. Also honey and poison and acid. Does it make healing potions? It does not. That is not a thing it can do. And to be fair, it can only make like one tiny vial of like the poison and acid. So can I get a vial of the poison? For my little darts. Do you have a vial? I don't have a vial. Yeah, you'd have to have a container for it. <gasps> this bitch can make wine. Yes, wine and, and beer, I think. Mm -hmm. Or meat or something like that. All kinds of cool stuff. What's on court? Oh no, it's all in a fucking. <laughs> okay. Um. This is like a quart and a half-ish. Mm-hmm, okay. If that helps. Um, this is the size of my face. The problem is that we're using an imperial system, which is it, we use the imperial system versus, you guys use the metric, right? Which yeah. is fucking dumb. D&D <laughs> &D is written just, in the wrong um, system. So, I'm assuming I'm Trace saying this out loud. I've never fucking faced a dragon. I'm assuming these guys are moving into fire. That's probably a safe bet. There goes but that's that okay. Because Allery also has lightning spells. The... I was... It was a dumb idea. It was cool. However, I think... I don't know if they would be immune or resistant. Probably immune, because dragons are like OP... Uh, go ahead and make an ar go ahead and make an arcana. Uh, I'd say make a general intelligence check. Me? Yeah. Or Trey? You. I was just Allery. asking out loud. So. Uh, well, actually, good. actually, you both can. What am I rolling? You, uh, intelligence. I got an eight. Not rolling very well. Yeah. I got a ten. Yeah. No idea, unfortunately. But you assume. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I would imagine that Allery is mostly speaking of, like, 
assumptions and not necessarily knows for sure. I mean, at the very least, you probably assume that a red dragon would be at least resistant to fire. Yeah, that's what Aloy's like. They're probably at least resistant, if not immune. Okay, does anyone know about kobolds? Because they're down here. But they're only in Wormheart, so as long as we don't go to Wormheart, the thing we have to worry fire about right now are those fire newts. Salamanders. In the salamanders. And those hey, are dude. most definitely made out of fire. What's up? What do you know about fire newts and salamanders? <laughs> what do I know about fire newts and salamanders? Make an intelligence check. <laughs> I know things. Just hit the intelligence button. Oh, wait. Yeah, that didn't mean to be it. Actually, no, it is the five because you're rolling everything at disadvantage right now. Yeah. God damn it. Yep, natural one. Yes, natural uh, one. So you know that they're fiery, and that they are salamanders. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm very sorry. I'm usually on my game. I'm coughing. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah, fiery, slimy. Uh, funny, that's that's funny, June. Can you can you tell us what you know about fire newts? Yeah, they're fire newts. <laughs> Fiery. Allery's gonna kind of like. All right, buddy. We'll ask tomorrow. <laughs> you, don't, you don't seem very good. For future reference, this thing can make oil. Oil is flammable. That's the train of thought I was going by. But this is—it's useless in this scenario. But something to keep in mind. You Maybe know, able to like me. fill things with the oil and then make little bombs. I have two vials. Are these fire resistant? Yeah, exactly. The, the red dragon is, but the kobolds. What is a kobold? The tiny, they're tiny little Tiny dragons. dragons. Are those newts. No, newts <laughs> are like lizards, but they're slimy. There's a lot. Imagine a lizard with the texture of a frog. <laughs> Emily's brain working. As as you sort of get a better view of the surrounding caverns and are able to sort of all kind of eventually make your way onto this terrace to observe the cavern, Hella speaks as you all take the moment to sort of bask in your surroundings. She says, The dwarves of Rakhamar exploited this volcanic rift in the very heart of this place. We used it to smelt wondrous creations of iron and adamantite. We Ooh. lowered them into the magma in clay crucibles, which are used to liquefy them, bring them back to the forge, and shape them into glorious dwarven metals. Now she has a moment of reminiscence. You all take in the sight before you. A cavern of molten magma bubbles and flames in front of your eyes. The cavern walls are lined with metal gantries and cranes that support immense crucibles of scorched clay. Huge, massive chains stretch out across the cavern at various intervals, apparently to shuttle multi-ton buckets of ore across the lava. 
The heat takes your breath away, brings water to your eyes, and bakes your skin. From where you stand, the only obvious way across is via the narrow stone trestle built for rail carts, to which Hella points her eyes, or draws her eyes. The sound of rhythmic hammering comes from somewhere beyond the magma rift towards the direction which Hella identified as the forge itself, currently what occupied by fire newts. Fire newts. Are fire newts people? I thought newts were just like tiny little lizards. And that is where we're going to leave the session for the evening. And in two Saturdays, we can pick up at the dungeon of Rakhamar. Uh, Trey, if you want to drag your little character onto the trellis so you can see all the cool stuff. And I guess you tune him. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Hella is able to make her way over to... Up here. Mm-hmm. And on this, uh, yep. We're both coming in, so, like, we're all So. Uh... Alright, so I want to thank everyone in the stream once again for hanging out with us on a Saturday night. Sorry if my energy was a little bit diminished. Let me fix my messy hair here. I just realized I had a thing. Thank you everyone for hanging out with us on Saturday. Uh, thank you for putting up with my sort of bleh lull of energy today. And we will see all of you wonderful unicorns back here in two weeks for another episode of Aaron Spencer Productions, Crystal Coven Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation in the mine and forge of Rackhammer. Have a wonderful night, everyone, and we'll see you in two Saturdays. Bye. Good night, everyone.